pick and turn up the night. Who sent you? Papa Elf. Papa Elf? From the North Pole. From the North Pole? Well, we know what to get you for Christmas. A double lobotomy and ten rolls of rubber wallpaper. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Get you something to eat? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere? Leave you for dead? This is such a magical Christmas adventure, you guys. This is just him. Santa Claus is dead. Holy zombie Jesus. This thing looked like the, the Manson family Christmas special. Well, it's a little late to get this kind of feedback. Hey, everybody. Merry Christmas, Eve, Eve, Eve. It's Turn Up the Night with Candy Pig, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly worldwide. Sorry for the late start. Well, slightly late start, because I was like, wait, where's my Christmas intro? It's from 2010. <laughs> That's how old that intro is. Uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So, and of course, Rain from Four Freedoms blog out of Washington, D.C., the Beltway Bureau. Uh, Merry almost Christmas to you. Merry almost Christmas to you, and my balls are jingling. Excellent. Wait, wait a minute. <laughs> well, I, somebody who might know a little something about that is uh, Bobber in uh, D.C., of course, from uh, For Freedom's blog as well, sitting in for Joe Santors, who's taking time off to spend with his family. Thank you, Bobber, for joining us. Thank you for having me, and, and happy holidays, because all holidays matter. This is true. <laughs> uh, and I, I do want to say, you know... Uh, uh, I, you know, happy Hanukkah, Chris Monzadon. Um, and also, but no, seriously, happy holidays to everybody, because I know there are people out there who don't celebrate Christmas that listen to our show. We have, you know, we have pagans, we have Jew, Jewish people who listen to the show. Uh, there are a lot of other atheists out there uh, that, that aren't aren't so into it. I'm a Christmas loving atheist. I love, I love that. I, yes. I I love all of the trappings. I love all the pagan stuff that you know. Uh, thank you, Christians, for keeping pagan traditions alive. Um, yep. You know, <laughs> or thank you, Christians, for stealing them. Yeah, yeah exactly. well, I was trying to put it in a slightly better light. <laughs> so, okay, co-opting them. <laughs> so, Ken, was I the first wet blanket of the night? <laughs> no, no. Oh, yeah, that's the rule tonight. We will have open phones. We'll have open phones throughout the night. I only want to take a couple calls per segment. Um, and we'll give everybody like who calls in about five minutes to talk. But uh, uh, you know, if you want to start calling in in a little bit here. Uh, the number is 330-536-1466 or 330-CAN-1-GOO. Um, and, uh, yeah, <sighs> I really wish I could have gotten my old vanity number back. Um, but <laughs> uh, at least it has can in it. That's something. Just so it's easy to remember. Uh, but, yeah, so, uh, you know, we'll, we'll take calls throughout the night. And rule number one uh, tonight, no wet blankets. Only warm, cheery, uh, cozy holiday blankets tonight on the show. We can t talk about whatever you want. Um, Joe actually had a good suggestion in the chat room today. He said, uh, call in with your favorite Christmas creep tonight, because we got a lot of Christmas creeps we're going to talk about tonight. We're not going to get too hot and heavy into... Uh, we're we're going to talk politics, but mostly uh, politics that fall into the... Uh, under the warm, fuzzy blanket of, uh, what do we call it? Uh, people taking pleasure in your pain. Yeah, so there's a lot of schadenfreude go, <laughs> to go around. Um, but before I forget to do this, this is a, a tradition um, 
as old as Turn Up the Night on this show. <laughs> I shared it one year with Stephanie Miller, but I, I decided not to. Uh, I decided to keep this all for myself uh, to make it a, a signature uh, Christmas bit here on uh, uh, Turn Up the Night. I can't take credit for it. I don't know who did it, but it it's been floating around the internet for a while, ladies and gentlemen. Jingle Bell's the flatulent version. Yeah, that was that was too much uh, corned beef and sauerkraut or something. I don't know. Oh, that so was, it landed wet, soft, and on point. I'm I'm puckering up just listening to that. <laughs> yeah, don't let it loosen you. Uh, so uh, anyway, there you go. Jingle bells, the flatulent version, had to be done at least once uh <laughs> this year my goodness. so my yes. goodness uh <laughs> francie says whoa i can't breathe <laughs> well we might have to play that one more time for francie tonight we'll see francie that was a lot of gas i don't blame you it was it was uh Oof. it was more than the usual you know because i usually just dole it out in small bits you know, like that you know uh, it sounded like a uh, closed door republican session to me uh, yeah, I, I <laughs> there you go. Uh, early rim shot for Bobber. Very good. So, uh, speaking of uh, closed door sessions with Republicans, I'm sure there's probably been lots of uh, uh, bad words behind closed doors bandied about uh, uh, over Steve Bannon. And um, judging by, uh, 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 I don't even know where he was, Mitch McConnell was uh, asked today uh, or yesterday, I'm not sure exactly when, but he was asked about um, Bannon interfering in the election down in Virginia and what he thought and if he blames uh, Bannon, and I love this. Do you blame Steve Bannon for Doug Jones being elected in Alabama? (laughs) Well, let me just say this. Okay. The the political genius on display. Take your time, turtle. Uh, throwing away a seat in the red state in America uh, is hard to ignore. No, it's hard to ignore. <laughs> it's, just like it's hard to ignore a big head of bib lettuce. There you go. Yeah, that's that's scrumptious. Um, but yeah, I loved I loved how long it took him to to spit it out there. At the well, let me just say this. Oh, okay, you're just playing now. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I was actually counting from the seconds. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. I decided to so extend it. That was the re- that was I the extended bogus. remix. That was the 12-inch single remix there. 
Um, There's so. <laughs> nothing 12 inches about Mitch McConnell at no. all. Oh, God. Why did you have to bring that up? Um, because... <laughs> I was debating whether or not to. I was debating whether or not to talk about this story, um, but um, I just saw it on Mediaite right before I started the show. And um, man with longest penis on record ruled ruled legally disabled because of those inches. Wow. Yeah, he, I sound out? like Mitch does McConnell right now. Does he pass out every time he gets a boner because all the uh, blood rushes from one head to the other? I don't know, but uh, talk about stocking stuffers! Holy smokes! Um, uh, yeah, this is. I a think real... I, I, if it's if it's the same guy I'm thinking of, he's he said that he hates the fly because they always think he's smuggling something in his pants, you know, under the plane, and, and then they have to do a strip search and they. Uh, how big is this penis? Well, this, this this guy this guy is from uh, Mexico, and um, the but there's now another. Now we know why Trump wants to build the wall. There's another <laughs> there's another guy who claims he has the largest one, which is thirteen point five inches. Who's from the United States, but um, Roberto Esquivel Cabrera um, says big. he's got a nineteen inch. You'll log. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> there are pictures of really? it wrapped in swaddling clothes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so. And every time a woman looks at it, she says, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, okay. I feel a little bad for the dude. I, 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 I do, too. I do, too, because it, it's, I mean, it, it hangs like mid, mid-calf. <laughs> oh, and I'm sorry. I totally broke a rule tonight. Don't say penis in this house. Right on. Right well, on. We're game. talking science. Yeah. So, but no, no he, I it, feel it, bad for him I because do too. you know what? As a as a woman, I got to tell you something. If I saw something that big coming at me, flaccid or not, I'd yeah. be like, yeah, let's just talk. Uh. <laughs> uh well, the thing is, the, the, he apparently. What you thinking? I I don't think the guy can actually have sex so you know well, yeah it, it, I, i'm not kidding this is a sad story it, it is it is i mean you know because i i don't know i, I skimmed the story i kind of feel i kind of you know and i feel bad for him because it's difficult well, for i'm him sure to a lot of women skimmed him yeah he is <laughs> Uh, it's, it, but it's difficult for him to walk. Uh, you know, he, uh, you know, he, he, he says he wants to try and get into American porn, but, uh, you know, I, I would feel kind of bad because he would just kind of be a novelty act, you know, kind of like, you know, I don't know. It, it just, it just, Can it's weird. Can I ask a serious so. question? Cause sure. you're both men. This yeah. is going to be an intimate question. Uh-oh. Uh oh! No, no, this is very serious. Yeah. Um, nineteen inches. Let's say that this is flaccid. How does something nineteen inches on a human body, not a horse or a bigger animal, get I erect? Think, I I don't think I don't think he I don't think it can happen. I mean, I'm not trying to be funny. Well, I'm, I'm not fascinated I'm, with this. Yeah, I don't think you're trying to be funny either. I, I just, I don't think it can happen. I honestly do not think that <clears throat> your body has enough blood to do that. You well, know, yeah, that's that's what I was saying. The blood rushes from one head to the other, and he yes. passes out. Yeah. So. <clears throat> I mean, and I don't even see how a penis would have enough muscles to do that. 
It's not really muscles. It's just a type of tissue that okay. yeah. when it fills up with, with fluid, it becomes rigid. Yeah. I feel bad for the guy. Turgid. I don't blame him for being yeah. declared disabled. So, I, but I, the, the American guy's serious. all, the American guy's like, no, mine's bigger. He's just being a jerk. So he's yeah, being, but- he's, the American guy's being a real big dick. By them bumps. Yeah, see. Still pretty shot. Um, don't be such a don't be such a penis. Don't say penis in this house. All right. Well, I, I debated on whether or not to tell that story, but again, you know what? What a stocking stuffer. Um, <laughs> that might be comfortable actually for him. Give him a nice cozy uh, felted stocking. Um, it could be. Oh dear. See. <laughs> All right, all right. Moving felt, right along. Really Let's, felt. We'll talk about the figurative. We're learning some more things tonight, aren't we? <laughs> well, I meant to say, like, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it? Uh, the the fuzzy kind of stuff that that like Christmas hats are made out of, the fake fur, whatever. Okay. I don't know. Um. So anyway, <clears throat> moving on. <laughs> <laughs> We'll t- again, we'll talk about uh, figurative penises now. Oh, I'm not going to play the clip again. Um, well, let's talk about the dicks over at uh, America First Policies. This is probably the most murder fisty thing of the night, so we'll get it out of the way now. Um, the uh, America First Policies is a pro-Trump pack, and they have put out an an ad on YouTube which has a lot more dislikes than likes and so many comments, including some from yours truly um, about how disgusting this ad is chock full of lies, but wait for the kid at the end of this video. This is called. Thank you, president Trump. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you. Everyday Americans are standing up to thank President Trump. Thank you so much. For making America great again. Thank you for cutting my taxes. Thank you for fixing our economy. Thank you for keeping my family safe. Thank you for putting America first. Thank you for supporting Israel. As veterans, thank you for reminding us to stand for our national anthem. Thank you, President Trump. Thank you, President Trump, for letting us say Merry Christmas again. Thank you, Trump, for letting us say Merry Christmas again. Um, I will let Bob go first. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, this this is like a, such a non-issue that that they've just been trying to create for for years. Mm-hmm. I just it's it's just astounding. I haven't seen one single story. I don't watch Fox News twenty four seven, but usually when they start moaning about the war on Christmas, it shows up on Mediaite or um, Media Matters or someplace like that. Crooks and Liars, Raw Story. I haven't seen one war on Christmas story this year. And you know, it, localities reign all across the country are always struggling with the issue of separation of church and state around the holidays. You know, whether it, it be, you know, a public school calling a party a holiday right. party or a Christmas party or, you know, or, or whatever. There's always this issue, and it should always be a local issue, but it's always turned into this national war on Christmas. But funny... They're not talking about it now that the black guy's not in office. Well, hmm. well, they talked about it when the Bush guy was in office. 
that's when this whole stupid war started. Yeah, but that was uh, yeah, but it's it's disappeared though. It's like it's a yeah, war. it has. We don't well, this... and I I will say this though to the because Fox Fox has lost O'Reilly and Gretchen Carlson, and those two were the biggest weirdos thank god gretchen carlson has a new calling you know standing up for victims of sexual abuse but when she when you know she yes. was on there and always harping on things about the war on christmas it was just it was sad i i you know i i didn't hear the whole video until just now yeah i heard the little girl and when i heard the little girl last night it just it it irritated me on it, it bothered me. It bothered me, one, that this is a child. Yeah. And I am very conflicted over when you decide to bring your child into politics. Mm-hmm. I have always been conflicted, no matter what side of the aisle. Um, so I, I look at that girl and I feel like, yeah, your parents have poisoned your mind. Because you're going to tell me that your parents said you can't say Merry Christmas until just now? Yeah. I call bullshit on you're that. For, you're forcing a child to lie for... Yeah, I mean, I, there's no way in the world, I believe, for one minute that this little girl and her family didn't say Merry Christmas before yeah. this video. And, and, and so, you know, the next step of it is like, oh, so you were saying Merry Christmas because, you know, you're in the bunkers hiding away from liberal America? Yeah. Yeah. And, and then and the other... Go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, and if your faith is so weak that you felt like you couldn't say yes. Merry Christmas until until a fat, bloated game show host became the president of the United <laughs> States, that is your own personal issue. Doesn't have a goddamn bit of, uh, to do with our our last human president. Well, yeah. I mean that exactly. the The other part of this has nothing to do with the little girl. This was a Trump pack, right? Yeah. <clears throat> Yeah, they were probably they were probably uh, um, all actors too. But the, you know the the next part, and I I said this this afternoon. It, it feels like they're trying to act like Trump is the Messiah who delivered Christmas back to mm -hmm. Trump America. Yeah, and that is really really disturbing. Well, I, I got nobody uh, ever said you can't say Merry Christmas. No. No, and, and they're acting like it was Trump who delivered Christmas back to America. Yeah, and for all it's those not Christian. Yeah, for all those lie, lying, fake, uh, uh, you know, fundies who pretend to be Christians. Here's a little bit of audio for them. Have a very merry Christmas. We want to say Merry Christmas to everybody. A very, very merry Christmas and a holiday filled with joy. I want to wish every American. Hey, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry, Merry Christmas. So Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Right, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mele Kaliki Maka, everybody. Oh, my God. Did he say Aluhu Akbar at the end there? <laughs> Mele Kaliki Maka, everybody. He totally did. Yeah. Maka, everybody. Yeah. See. Uh, thanks. I don't. It just really bothers me that a child was used that way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, abused that way, really. Yeah. Yeah. Exploited, abused. Uh, you know, forced to lie. 
That kid didn't have a choice whether or not to be in the ad. That was that was all the parents' decision. So that's why, I, like, I'm going to go back to. I just don't believe for one minute that that little girl was told her entire life, and she looks like she's maybe five, mm-hmm. which is a long time for a five-year-old. Yeah, as it well, were. That she never was able to say Merry Christmas. That her parents said, you can't say Merry Christmas. Mm-hmm. We, live, we live in Obama's America. Well, I don't want to... It's sp- like ISIS. Yeah. I, I don't want to spoil it. I'll talk about it on, on Tuesday. But I want everybody uh, to make sure you listen to the Tim Coromel show this Sunday. Because I recorded like a six-minute story on why I like to say Happy Holidays to people. Especially strangers or people that I don't know super, super well. Um, I, I have a little story about that, and um, um, and it made the Sue's cry a little bit when she heard it. When I played uh-huh. it before, so uh, you know, it's it's very serious. It's a it's a poignant story, and it has a lot to do with the 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 human being I am today. Um, but yeah, you know, for, for this, but this lie for, for them to perpetuate this lie that Obama stripped them of their rights to say Merry Christmas and there was a war on Christmas and Christian values were under attack and whatever. Oh, shut up! It's so sickening. It's so base. It's so in its in its all lies. You know who restored Christmas to Germany? Uh, Hitler. Oh, yeah, weird. What? I know. I'm a damp blanket. <laughs> Just damp, not not fully wet. So, <laughs> but no, I mean that it's it's that kind of thing. I mean, it just it freaks. When I say freaks me out, it bothers me that much. Mm. It really does. This bothered me a lot. And you know what? What bothered me too, really, about the ad is there. They had the woman who said, "Thank you for supporting Israel." Well. You, but on the same yeah. token, you want to say, okay, so thank you for supporting Israel and our Jewish brothers and sisters. But on on the same token, yeah. go ahead and feel free to insult them and say Merry Christmas when they don't believe in, you know, that Jesus was the Messiah. You yeah, know? that's I a mean, really good point. I, I, I just don't understand it. And it's like, you know, I know a lot of Jewish people are like, nah, it doesn't bother me. Just like I'm an atheist. It doesn't bother me. Say Merry Christmas to me. But it doesn't bother me, you know. But, you know, again, listen to my story on the Tim Carmel show. <laughs> so I don't want to ruin okay. it. Okay. Um, <clears throat> I mean, uh, it'd yeah. be like an atheist saying, I, I'm offended when you say God bless you when you sneeze. Yeah. It's the yeah. same. <laughs> Come on. A really good point. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's, you know, uh, but, you know, it, I, I just... It's just, mm, it's just nonsense to me that you know, uh, you know, again. Oh, we love Israel, but you know what? You Jews suck it up when we say Merry Christmas, and that's the only holiday we can talk about. You know, so. Yeah, there's, there's, ugh, I just. Yeah. So that's all uh, I have is. Yeah. I don't like hypocrisy. Anyway, well, if anybody wants to call in before the break, we we got a couple minutes. Three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six or three three zero Ken one goo. But yeah, you know this is um, this is this is Trump's America. Just where lies are virtue, deceit is you know uh, considered a a a, a, a calling out deceit is considered fake news. Yeah. Oh well, yeah, they've developed a fake news Tourette's. You know, uh, we'll get to that because that uh, we've got a, a somebody who uh, who was triggered. His his 
Trump uh, fake news Tourette's were, was triggered today uh, or yesterday. I don't remember. But uh, yeah, I mean, that, that's what it is. They have this group um, mindset now to where it's just like, it's a reflex. It's just like, you know, fake news. That's fake news. That's fake. I don't like it. It's fake news. And then it's so well, easily debunked when it turns out, well, no, it's not because this is what you said. This is what happened, you know. But yeah, it's it's, but this it's a is, this is where it, This is where it comes down to, and I know we probably don't have the audio from Al Franken, but he said he went on the Senate floor the other day and said, no, these are lies. And we're in the fight of our lives between truth and untruths. Mm-hmm. And and that's a very serious thing to me. This is this is really serious. Oh, for sure. I mean, yeah. When, I mean, when they when the press is, is considered to be the enemy, and and, and the lies they tell are are, are truth, and the, and the expose by the the press is considered fake news. That's we are heading on in a really dangerous path. Yeah. Which is something I think we've known. I think that we've you know all of us here in the chat room. In you know, Indie Media Weekly, Bob, me, Ken, Joe, Pete, just everybody. We've known that we're heading down a dangerous path, but something, it seems like it got a lot more darker in the past few weeks. Oh, it, yeah. It really, it really does. Um, I agree. You know, today I heard, I, I, I heard the story on CBS radio that immigrants who are coming across our borders without documentation now with their family... They're just coming across. They're not being caught already here in America. Mm-hmm. They get caught coming across. If it's a father and a mother and children, our government is immediately separating the families. Yeah, that's mad. So they're taking the children. They're taking the children and putting them in separate facilities and putting the parents in others. And I really don't understand why this is happening. I mean, I do. I try not to be that cynical. But, you know, just tell them to go back. Tell them to go back. Don't yeah. separate the families. Because I said this to Bob this morning. That's what they did. It is what they did in Nazi Germany. They separated Polish families. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, all right. On that note. Uh, Yay, Christmas. Yay, Christmas. Uh, but oh, we'll have a, a, a morning Joe Trump Christmas treat for everybody when we come back. Uh, yeah, don't call just yet, but we will take some calls after the break if you want to. You guys are just like, no, I'll have a blue Christmas. Yeah, I don't know. Without uh, <laughs> you. But yeah, so in honor of uh, our last human president, we're going to listen to the kooky Hairwolf cover of Mele Kalikimaka because, hey, Mele Kalikimaka. Mele Kalikimaka, everybody. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so we're going to go ahead and uh, listen to that. When we come back, uh, we'll get into some other fun shiznit here on Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve. On Turn Up the Night, right after this. Hello, young lovers. This is P.S. Mueller from Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, wishing you and yours the happiest of holidays. Call me Pete.
This is a song my mother used to sing to me when I was growing up in the Hawaiian Isles. Sing along now. Melekeleke maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. Melekeleke is Hawaii's way to say Merry Christmas to you. Melekeleke Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees sway. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. Melekeleke Maka is Hawaii's way to say Christmas to you. is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. That's the island greeting that we send to you from the land where palm trees swear. Here we know that Christmas will be green and bright. The sun will shine by day and all the stars at night. Hi, I'm Tim Coromall, host of the Tim Coromall Show. And I'm Joe Santorsa, co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio, Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Hey, this is Brad Friedman from bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. 
Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank, every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern, exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly. I am Michelle Lagan, co-host and Dungeon Master of Mic Check Radio. And I am Miles Lagan, co-host and Galaxy Master of Mic Check Radio. You know, a Galaxy Master is just a glorified Dungeon Master, except for you played with laser swords. They're called lightsabers? Anyways, tune in every Saturday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern to hear host Adam Hebert and us discuss politics and nerd stuff. Indie Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. This is Adam Hebert of Mike Check Radio, and you're listening to Indie Media Weekly Radio. From our family to yours, have a very happy holidays, and remember, in snowball fights, do not put rocks in your snowballs. That's an important safety tip. Thanks, Egon. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott! What is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way. Totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my god! They've killed Kenny! You bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime! I bet Trump can't even say Meli Kalikimaka, that orange freak. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, please we'll, uh, call in one three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six or three three zero Ken the number one goo and uh, it's G O O <laughs> and of course Rain from Four Freedoms blog in Washington D C. Welcome back. I think that Trump can say Mele Kalikimaka. <laughs> Me. No, he'll say, actually, wait. Oh my God, he'll say, Kele and Conway Maga. <laughs> uh, remember when he went, Puerto Rico. Rico. Mele Kalikimeke. Uh, yeah, so, and of course, uh, your partner in crime, Bobber in DC, of course, for also from Four Freedoms blog, Mr. Cookie Man. Welcome back, sir. I'm the cookie man. <laughs> he really is. Nice. So, by the way, so is Miles and Michelle. Thank you. I didn't get a chance to say thank you the oh. other night for the yeah. cookies. I mean, there's so I crashed. There's a lot of cookies. <laughs> I'm sorry yeah. about that. I, yeah, last week it was like the tiredness. I was like, no, I have to go to sleep. But you thank mean, you, Miles and Michelle, for those yeah. cookies. Yeah, they, uh, Michelle uh, makes fantastic cookies and i really really appreciate uh, her sending us cookies this year again especially my favorites the molasses crinkle cookies oh my god i don't Mine even want to blue- sh- although the yeah the the blueberry uh lemon the blueberry cookies. key lime or lemon oh, oh the blueberry my lemon, god and then nice. she did white chocolate chip key lime so yeah they're they're Michelle, all you rock and Bobber, you were sounding a little quiet there. You were kind of far away from your mic or something. Um, sorry, I had oh, that. You. you know, it's it's a headset and it folds no. up and it was folded up. So 
Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. I assume, I assume this sounds better. Yes, it sounds much better. It's a Festivus you... miracle. It's a Festivus miracle. Yeah. Uh, Was there some fudge involved? Fudge. Babe. There might be some fudge involved. Some fudge involved. <laughs> oh, okay. Now I get it. Uh, so, uh, but Real anywho. actual fudge. Yeah. No double Any- entendre. No, you yes, know, my mother's rec- mother's recipe. You boil it for for uh, it seems like a long time, and mm. uh, you let it cool, and you whip in some peanut butter and try to get it into the pan before it hardens because it it gets hard really quick. And yes, once again, we are talking about the kind of fudge you eat. <laughs> Sorry, being literal. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you beat it really. You beat it hard, and it, it, you beat it, and it just gets hard. It's, it just you just gosh. the more you beat it, the stiffer it gets. Yep. <laughs> this, is, this is this is a real conversation. Uh, there we go. I've actually seen it got. I've watched it get beat, and I've watched it get stiff. I really have. That's excellent. Oh, and then, and then, you, and then there's the fudge. Um, oh, wait, what? No, 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 no. Stop. Uh, all right. Ken, all right. what's the number again for Grimmy? Uh, it is three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six. That's one three three zero five three six one four six six or three three zero Ken the number one goo G O O. So there you go. Um, and, <laughs> and Francie groans. I don't know. <laughs> she, I don't know. She oh, must come on, been. Francie. You know you're laughing. She loves that. She loves that. Uh, so, uh, all right. Here's uh, here's something that uh, w- uh, some genius producer at Morning Joe. Oh, we'll wait till uh, Grimmy gets on here. So uh, we got him uh, coming in right now. Incoming. Uh, come on. Hey, how's it going, Grimmy? Grimmy. 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 This Hello. is weird. Uh, so uh, he it shows that he's there, but what's weird is it shows that his um, his actual Skype uh, handle pops up too. But Grimmy, are you there? Grimmy, maybe he's calling with Skype. No, uh-uh. something happened. He'll call oh. back. Yes, yeah, so call back, Grimmy. Yeah, it's weird because sometimes when people call in and they're in my contacts. It'll show it'll it'll show it as Skype and their phone calling, which is weird. So maybe I'll have to uh, disconnect. Uh, let me see. Let's try this again. So, um, yeah. So that's weird. It's it's Grimmy. Are you there now? I think I am. Yeah. There you go. How's it going? Happy Hanukkah, Monzadon, my friend. Hey, let's keep Saturn and Saturnalia. Yeah, that's right. So, would you like to hear the wonderful little twenty-second uh, uh, audio bit that Morning Joe uh, put together with uh, uh, Fat Nani? Oh boy, would I! Here you Yay. go. You're gonna love this. <laughs> bing, 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 would I? Merry, 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 merry Christmas! Give you a giant tax cut for Christmas. Bing, 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 bong, bing, 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 bong, bing, 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 bong, bing, bing, boom! Right under the toilet. There you go. And the sequel to that is Jingle Bells: The Flatulent Version. There you go. Yay! Yay! So, what's on your mind tonight, Grimmy? 
<coughs> Excuse me. Uh, well, you know, I get a lot of satisfaction about the Sundays getting all upset about, you know, let's, let's keep crashing Christmas. Yay. And thank, thank you, Mr. Trump, for letting us say Merry Christmas. Uh, when you consider way back in the day, the, Christ, the early Christians stole Saturnalia. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yes. Well, very, very so well. Like, well how's, that, how's that taste? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, because plus plus other pagan, you know, uh, uh, winter solstice festivities mm-hmm. and, and and traditions. Yeah. I mean, and pretty much the wreaths, you know, the the mistletoe, the holly berries, all that stuff is is related. Well, that's all from the druids. Yep. Yeah. I mean, how many pine trees have you seen in uh, uh, <laughs> um, Israel? <laughs> oh, well, you know, not only not only did they steal the tradition, they did they they screwed it up. You're not supposed to kill the tree. You're supposed to offer the tree uh, gifts and food while it's alive. That's true. See, that is true. I'm I'm guilty, so but they can't even get that right. Well, God yeah, bless fake know, trees. Do you know who <laughs> fake, trees, fake trees? Fake trees. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fake trees. Yeah. yeah. Somebody posted in one of my atheist groups and on Facebook about how uh, Saturnalia was basically, you know, it was a time of gift giving and festivities and food and uh, group sex. So you know, Christians taking the fun out of the holidays since you know. Yeah, they, they goddamn killed group sex, which I gotta tell you something. That's that's I'm okay with that. That was really yeah. messy and sloppy. But I guess we should call them unfundamentalists. And nobody wanted to stick around. What? We should call them unfundamentalists. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just telling you, when it comes to group sex, nobody wants to, s- to stick around to clean up. <laughs> well, that's why you do it outside. Oh, there. <laughs> look, look, look at all, you should see all this. Who's gonna clean this up? This that's what that's what shower curtains are for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeepers! I'm gonna wear out the rim shots tonight. Um, it's rim shots, everyone. Rim shots. So. Uh, yeah, it, I do. I said. mean, no, but. <laughs> What did I say? What? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing, honey. Finish, finish your your thought. <laughs> yeah. No, my thought was that the reality is is that yeah, Christians from from everything that I've read, and this is not a knock on Christianity, but it, they did appropriate pagan Christian uh, pagan traditions as well as Wiccan and Saturnalia, which I have to look more into. I'll be honest with you, Grimmy. I didn't. I don't know much about that, but they did. They they appropriated it in order to bring people over to become part of Christianity. Well, from what I yeah. remember of Saturnalia, um, it, you know, being a, a primarily it was it, it was it primarily Roman or did it start with the Greeks? No, if it was Greeks, it'd be Chronosnalia. So, uh, Sa- right. yeah, Sa- Saturnalia yeah, was, it was Romans. A, a Ro- the Romans and. Basically, it was you know one big element that we don't see anymore. We see certain kinds like you know 
uh, kinds of things like with Dickens and stuff like that with the, you know, a Christmas Carol and whatever is, is basically there's, there's a role reversals are supposed to happen where slaves become oh. masters and masters become slaves and, you know, uh, you know peasants become a king for a day and kings become a peasant for a day things like that so you know it, it's a little dickensian you know or at least uh, maybe uh, dickens borrowed a little from saturnalia for you know a christmas carol um with you know a, a, that that whole spirit of you know at least it's it kind of a it's a transmogrified spirit of giving that it w- was folded into what we see as modern Christianity, or modern Christmas rather. Yes. Yeah, that it's it's interesting. I'm looking into it now. Um, but yeah, the bottom line is it, it just it seems to me that this time of year has always been a time where human beings celebrated Earth. Mm-hmm. And um, until we got to the AD, then it became became celebrating Jesus Christ. Yeah. Well, even in the Dark Ages, I mean, you know, there were celebrations this time of year because people were trying to, uh, you know, bolster their spirits because they were afraid that you know everything was dying. So let's right. let's make some noise and make us all feel better, and hopefully, then you know spring will come and we won't be dead yeah see that i kind of love in a in a in a strange sort of way because this is the time where everything it it gets dark so late it gets cold it gets you know the yeah that's a really good point yeah we're now let's rally up let's get together we're going to get through these i know you're talking about the middle ages dark ages but let's get through the Mm -hmm. dark time and it is kind of strange that Christianity really did appropriate it. I don't want to say I don't want to say steal, but they did. They appropriated these mm. traditions oh. in order to in order to bolster their their religion. I don't see <laughs> what 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 I'm laughing at a cultural misappropriation. I'm just laughing at a comment in the chat room. Theo says back again and Saturnalia was, uh, yeah, go ahead and make me redundant grumbles. No, (laughs) Theo, Theo, if you're back, you you should call in before this segment's over and and give us some more information on Saturnalia because I love talking about it. Um, I want to learn more about it. I honestly, I didn't know about it. Yeah. uh, I I kind of gave you the cleft notes version and you know, uh, you, you've gotten some good information with us there too, Grimmy, but yeah, Saturn, you know, and we'll, we'll keep you on the line if uh, Theo wants to call in too and and discuss with our Saturnalia panel. It'd be wonderful. If if you, if you got time, (laughs) we'll, we'll keep you on. So Theo, I've got nothing but I'm actually home and not waiting for a bus. Oh, good. Whoa. What? (laughs) Yeah. Are you home for the rest of the, for the rest of the weekend and for the, um, yes. Yes. Good for That's you. Good. Well, you know, as, as I said before, as I said before, I'm going to my my housemates' Trump voting family for Christmas Day. Oh, that's Day. right. That's aye, right. Aye, aye. It's aye, gonna it's aye. gonna be fine. I'm gonna have a good time. Just sing. You just sing them. them some... You you know, if you want to, if you want to unite with them, you should just sing them Trump's Christmas song. Bing 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 bong bing bing bong bing 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 bong bing 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 bing. Bing, 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 bong, 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 bong. Merry, 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 merry Christmas. Give you a giant tax cut for Christmas. Bing, 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 bong, bing, 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 bong, bing, 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 bong, bing, 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 boom, right under the toilet. Yep. 
<laughs> well, you know, we talk about this. It's, it's not my family, so if I act out, somebody else is going to be in the suit. That's not cool. This is true. This is true. And uh, things will get Sorry, broken. God damn it! Yeah. God damn it! That's me every day. Yeah. First thing I wake up. Yeah. That's most of us. <laughs> I, have, I have my own modern spin that I put on Saturnalia. Yeah, I think I think Adam will appreciate this more than anybody. Keep Sailor Saturn into Saturn in Saturnalia. Yes, uh, Sailor uh, Saturn is from Sailor Moon. Oh, Sailor Saturn! There oh. you go. Yeah. So I, I say keep the actual planet Saturn in Saturnalia. We should all turn our eyes to the heavens and go Absolutely. and look at pictures from the Cassini Huygens probe. Rest in peace. Um, and uh, you know, and and look at that crazy hexagonal storm at the pole what is that about crazy gravity cast your um, eyes upon the stars because uh what's going on around here on the ground isn't so good these days no no not at all um but uh yeah so i'm trying to get uh, i'm still waiting to see if theo wants to call him, but no seriously theo if you if you want to chime in on this so we got a few minutes left um, I would like to learn more about this, Theo. Call. call in. And if you can't call in now, just you definitely call in later, and we'll we'll continue the conversation. I I picked up. I have uh, part of my occult book library next to me, but I guess I'm kind of barking up the wrong tree because I was looking for an article on Saturnalia, and it's not in the one book that I have here. So um, it's not really well, occult. You know, I'm, sure. Later, <clears throat> I'm sure Theo's knowledge of the Saturnalia dwarfs mine. Mine too. I'm, I'm, sure. I'm not a, I, I I'm not be a that serious sure. scholar. Yeah, no. Well, you they, know more about it than me, and I'm not a scholar, so you're a scholar. <laughs> there you go. Keep cramps and Krampus, says uh, Clinster. So. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. That's 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 a real that's a real thing. Oh yeah, I love Krampus. Krampus. Uh huh. I do. I love Krampus. Kid. Krampus is out there to distract you from. Santa. And right yeah. now here in America we have reverse Krampus. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We do. It's called Trump. Yeah. Yes, I'm not kidding. Well, no, uh, Trump is a lot like Krampus, really. Especially yeah, but the Krampus was there for a good reason. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> for some reason Krampus always makes me think of like a an Icelandic lower bowel disorder oh, dear. No. <laughs> that that oh. look at look at you so uh theo i think we got you on <laughs> yes you do indeed hi Ken. all right hey so yeah howdy, uh, howdy. glad to have you on um give us a we got about a little under 10 minutes before the top of the hour why don't you uh illuminate us a little bit more on uh, some of the traditions of the of saturnalia um Okay, I'll do that, and I hope you'll forgive me if I'm fudging a bit, because it's been long enough since I was in the loop as a priest mm -hmm. of Wicca that I actually had to go to, uh, um, I had to do a fast refresher from Wikipedia. That's embarrassing. Oh, no. Hey, don't, there you um, go. Don't but, worry about that. I was now, going straight Theo, from my crusty um, actually, memory. Well, actually, Ken, there was something you were right about. Uh, it was the Roman equivalent of the earlier Greek holiday, Cronia, which was celebrated during the Attic month of, oh boy, this is going to be fun, Hecatumbion, which was in late oh. summer. Um, but yeah, Saturnalia was a solstice-related festival, and all the Roman social norms 
uh, were overturned. Gambling mm-hmm. went on. Masters provided table service for the slaves. Catullus, <laughs> the poet, called it the best of days. And it was held on December 17th of the Julian calendar and expanded with parties and private gift-giving and a public sacrifice in the Temple of Saturn in the Roman Forum and went on until uh, December 23rd. And Saturn was an agricultural deity, at least yeah. in the Roman mythology, oh, and okay. was said to have ruled the world in the Golden Age when humans enjoyed the spontaneous bounty of the earth without labor in a state of innocence. Yeah, right, that ever <laughs> happened. Um, which just meant there were no game wardens around or no 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 zoning officials to tell you, no, you can't fish there, you can't grow that there. Mm-hmm. No, that river's bloated. Um but uh, Justinius creates credits Saturn with being a historical king of the pre-Roman inhabitants of Italy, which, considering how sort of made up some of those histories were for a ready audience, uh, <clears throat> has to be taken with salt, considerable salt. Yeah. Um, and a meal. But, <laughs> I'm sorry? You me? Uh, it needs to be taken with salt and a meal. Salt and a meal? I do have one question for you, Theo. What's that? Uh, the sludging you were speaking of, is that at all related to the group sex? <laughs> um, two separate activities. <laughs> well, and, you know, uh, I, I kind of, I, I pulled up the... I love men. I, <laughs> and we love you. <laughs> Are you kidding? What? I'm not getting buzzed for that. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know how you did <laughs> I was. I'll double, <laughs> double buzz. Uh, but Theo, I, I, I uh, pulled up the um, uh, something I forgot about, but I, I'm using Wikipedia to refresh my memory too. Um, the interesting thing about uh, Cronus or Saturn is uh, uh, Father Time is uh, they say a remnant of the agricultural implement of Cronus Saturn and, you know, having his aged appearance and, you know, the anticipation of the new year and, you know, he has the the sickle or scythe, whatever. So, you know, so it's yeah. really kind of, you know, uh, you know, the whole father time thing in the new year, um, you know, that, that, it, you know, leans a lot uh, towards, you know, Saturn, Cronus, Saturnalia as well. Oh, very much so. Um, Although a lot of the, the the illustrations that you see, I've seen very few of them that date back to before, really before the Renaissance. Of, mm-hmm. So who was appropriating what to craft the the images that illustrators sort of frozen in our uh, perceptions as you know both Father Time Saturn. Um, it's very sketchy. It's all basically lost in the haze of of, of prehistory, borderline prehistory. Yeah. Well, can um, I ask you something? And I may yeah. be going out on a limb here, but it it was it was Persians who were the first who started recording history, right? Sumerians. Was it Sumer- Sumerian? Really. Yeah, okay, but you're not you're not far off on the mark because uh, Sumer was uh, basically in ancient Iraq. Okay, 
Okay, so I mean, so our our current history began then, and it seems like that the history that we're talking about right now started before. I'm not a historian, guys, but it seems like it started before, like, you know, this Saturnalia and all these other things. It started before then. And um, I can understand why some of this was lost to history. Yeah. Well, Uh, but what I do find interesting is that all of the things that we're talking about, the culmination of whatever um, civilization doesn't matter what civilization it Mm. seems to me that it always culminates at the end of the seasons and the end of the seasons is always winter there's the end sure yeah and and so now we're celebrating whatever it is you know we went through spring summer fall and now we're in winter we're done and now we're going to celebrate the end of this season hoping for a new season and all of this all of this occurred before the notion of God. Sure. It was the basically the, the shortening of the days and people hoping for more light. So that entire yeah. concept kind of, you know, feeds the brain into this notion of some kind of creator that, you know, grants us light. So, and uh, an interesting thing too, uh, I won't take just a couple seconds here, uh, but uh, the Sumerian, um, ancient Sumerians uh, had the first uh, deluge myth, which is appropriated by, uh, you know, uh, the folks who wrote the Old Testament. Uh, they Noah? also, uh, yeah, they, they, I forget oh. the, the Sumerian, I can't remember his name. Um, but they they also had the creation the same creation myth people made from clay. Theirs was a lot creepier though, um, <laughs> because they they went through the, the their gods went through a lot more uh, failed states than, than the Old Testament, you know, uh, and uh, and also um, the. Uh, uh, the the Garden of Eden. Uh, they they pretty much had had you know they did that, and not only that, but uh, the Epic of Gilgamesh um, is a precursor to like Samson, Heracles, um, things like that. But anyway, Heracles, Heracles, Heracles. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I'm sorry. So Theo, well, we got a minute or two left. Uh, you got any other thoughts on this? Um, not really, although it has been fascinating to hear people in alternative media, like us bunch, but Mm. also in mainstream media, uh, progressives, tapping back into things that uh, friends and I used to use as the basis of rituals and as the the sort of storylines that we worked with for seasonal rituals. Mm. Um, And it's interesting to see the the knowledge and the scholarship and the research of people whom I've known in some cases um, yeah. put out to the public and, and given that kind of validation uh, makes me feel a little more hopeful about the culture we live in. Sure. You know, yeah. There, yeah. There, there, yeah. There's at least some, some current there of, of, you know, a willingness to see the, the real origins or to consider their possibilities. Yeah. And that uh, gives me hope. 
It's a you know what you know like we yep, right about now. what we call that. It's a festivus miracle. There we go. Uh, so all right, well Theo, thanks for calling in and uh, adding your voice to the conversation. Uh, we're going to pass it off to uh, Grimmy, but uh, happy solstice. I know it's a couple days late. Uh, well, one day late, and uh, happy Saturnalia to you. Thank you. Um, I, I, of course, agree with what Theo said. Oh, uh, just... Of course, I agree with what Theo said. Okay. And it's and just to say that, you know, the fundies do their best to try and wipe us out, wipe us off the face of the earth, but we're still here. Give it, and, and remember... Yeah. You've been trying for 2,000 years. Huh. Yeah. Go just, just a quick thing. Remember to look out for Campus Trump. Campus Trump. Trump. <laughs> all right, he very will, good. He will sneak into your house and hit you with sticks and take all of your stuff and then pout because you haven't thanked him for doing that. Boom, right under the toilet. So, uh, <laughs> all right, under guys. Under the toilet. My brothers, uh, my, my, my pagan uh, brothers, uh, uh, I'm not a pagan myself, but I admi- deeply admire what you do. Um, uh, have a wonderful, again, Saturnalia. Happy Solstice and all that other jazz. And uh, we'll yep. talk to both of you soon. Yep. And Merry Christmas to you guys. All right. Much, thanks. much love. Right. Love all you right. too, Rain. Show you, you, Vice Isle, all those goodies. Oh my God. Best Excellent. of the season to all of you, however you celebrate it. Oh, right. see, now I've dealt with so much joy. Happy non denominational <laughs> winter holiday. There you there, go. There you go. <laughs> all right. Good night, guys. We'll talk okay. to you soon. Good night. All right. Bye bye. Thank Take care, everybody. Bye. See ya. So, all right. Look at that. That, that was, was a lot a of fun. Great half hour. That Wasn't was so that awesome. Fun? Yeah. So, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. I don't want to keep P.S. Mueller waiting. So let's go ahead and uh, run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more of this uh, holiday mayhem here on Turn Up the Night right after, um, oh, we'll say this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax, I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's... Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal, some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal, and rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Mele Kaliki Maka, everybody. Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. Who sent you? Papa Elf. Papa Elf? Mm-hmm. From the North Pole. From the North Pole? Well, we know what to get you for Christmas. A double lobotomy and ten rolls of rubber wallpaper. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Get you something to eat? 
Drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead. This is such a magical Christmas adventure, you guys. This just in, Santa Claus is dead. Holy zombie Jesus. This thing looked like the, the Manson family Christmas special. Well, it's a little late to get this kind of feedback. Yeah, really. Anyway, welcome back uh, to Christmas Eve Eve here on Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And, of course, joining me as always, the, uh, the, the dream team out of D.C., Rain and Bobber from Four Freedoms Blog, The Swamp, The Beltway Bureau, The Bubble. Hello. Howdy, howdy. Hello, Rain. <laughs> I, I love that we're the dream team in The Swamp. Under the bubble and in the beltway. Yes, all that and more. God. And I and I believe we have the the guy who loves Christmas time the most of uh, all of us, P.S. Mueller here. You know what would like make me love it more? Uh, what's that? Watching Donald Trump kneeling forward and spewing bloody uh, vomit full of <laughs> shattered teeth. Oh, 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 oh dear, wow. Pete. Well, uh, my goodness. I knew <laughs> oh, it could go that. dark, but oh, dear. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would make me happy. Uh, well, how about if All we right, just, you know how what? We, what if we just talked about robots? Robot! Would that make you happy? <laughs> robots I, always make me happy. See, all right. And jingles, I hear, make you happy, too. Pete, I would not be unhappy. Um, yeah, who, who's all here? Uh, well, hold on. We'll tell you after this. Who the hell is that? I'm cartoonist and agent provocateur P.S. Mueller. I thought I heard a stranger. To what do I owe the pleasure of your visit, my friend? The desire for escapism and kicks. Which could affect the entire world. Well, naturally, we think it's wonderful. Uh, excuse me, please. P.S. I know you. I know you. Yeah. You, you, you. Well, Joe has the night off to spend time with family, uh, uh, Mr. Mueller, but we do uh, have Rain and Bobber in the same house on the Pearl Room. Well, hey, it's a little bit of uh, R&B. Yeah. How about that? Yeah. Oh, my God. I love that. Bed R&B. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of that. Air R&B. Uh, air R&B. Like, yeah, air bed and breakfast, but Rain and Bob. Oh, no, R&B. So, Rain and Bob. Yeah. Rhythm and blues. Oh, well, there you go. And, we really are rhythm and blues. I like it. Yeah, I like it. So, uh, who? Uh, I'm assuming Rain is rhythm and Bob is blues. Uh, Bob's got rhythm. Okay. Oh, I got rhythm. I got rhythm. <laughs> I can't stop my leg. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Howdy, Pete. Well, I know uh, Pete missed it. I know Pete missed it, but you know Bob is not a guy from Mexico with a seventeen-inch penis. Nineteen. He's not. Nineteen. Yeah. God damn it. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, what do you? What do you? Wait. Hold on. Hold on. We already talked about that story. You can't keep bringing it up because then I don't say play that. penis in this house. So you I'm know, fascinated man, by the story. Hard work without a tool. Yeah. <laughs> So I think we should do something special right now since we have our new call-in number and everything. Pete, you know we got a new call-in number, right? You were on for... Yeah, 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 keep in mind. Yeah. Keep in mind that satire has failed. So it must be vicious ridicule from here on in. I I, I agree. Well, I would like to to give a special holiday uh, gift to uh, our listeners out there. 
Um, Mm -hmm. If you have a question for P.S. Mueller, call in. 1-330-536-1466 or 330-KEN-THE-NUMBER-ONE-GOO. I will answer any question except about my family. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, nothing personal. Uh, you know, uh, I mean, unless you ask, you know, you could, uh, I guess maybe as personal as we'll get is, uh, I don't know what, uh, uh, oh, here, this, this, um, question. What is your favorite color? Yeah. Blue. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you can ask Pete, you know, if he, if he has favorite movies, TV shows, books, authors, artists, things like that, or, you know, just ask do, him yeah. a prediction for next year. Yeah. Oh, See? I'm I'm down for that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, call in. We'll uh we'll we'll get call that uh, in. get that rolling. That's the way all sixty six year old men talk. You know, we all say, "I'm down for that, man." <laughs> I'm down. I'm down as well. Yes. So uh, <laughs> you have no idea how cool we are. You are pretty goddamn hip. So, I, I got to tell you something. I know what? that Pete knows what we're putting down. Yeah. Yeah, I friendo the innuendo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love this. I, I love gotta, you, Pete. I got to listen to this all night. <laughs> oh, oh, here. I, I got something we'll play. In the meantime, while, while we're waiting for people to call, I figured out the new person I want to I pitch up in uh, 2018. Uh, who would that be? Mike Pence. You can pitch him up? Yeah, pitch him up. Um, Because uh, I don't know if you saw the ass-kissing video uh, of Pence the other day. Oh, my God. I don't think that that man has been able to open his mouth. He's just taking the brown lipstick is all. Yeah. Oh, my God. But, but yeah, if anybody calls in to ask Pete a question, this is kind of a long clip. I'll answer your call. Just listen to the clip with us, and then uh, when it's done, I'll I'll let everybody know who's on the line. But, yeah, here we go. Pitched up uh, Pence. Uh, kissing Trump's ass after the that miserable tax scam, which I believe I'm gonna going to be paying more money next year. Um, thanks. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'll be paying for about 14 trailer renovations for the Trump cult next year. Um, so uh, here we go. Uh, they'll put in put they'll, they'll all put in outdoor kitchens next year on my my tab. So uh, <laughs> start with indoor plumbing first, you freaks. But yeah, here you go. Uh, Pence uh, pitched up. Mike, I'd like to say a few words. Well, I appreciate it, Mr. President. As I, I told you last night, uh, shortly after the Senate vote, uh, I know I speak on behalf of the entire cabinet and of millions of Americans when I say congratulations and thank you. Thank you for seeing uh, through the course of this year uh, an agenda that, that truly is restoring this country. You, you described oh. it very well, Mr. President. From the outset of this administration, we've been rebuilding our military, putting the safety and security of the American people first. You've restored American credibility on the world stage. We're, we're standing with our allies. We're standing up to our enemies. But you promised uh, economic renewal at home. Uh, you said we could make this economy great again. Uh, and you promised to roll back regulations. And you signed more bills uh, rolling back federal red tape than any president in American history. You've unleashed American energy. You've, you've spurred an optimism in this country that's setting records. Um, but you promised the American people in that campaign uh, a year ago that you would deliver historic uh, tax cuts. Uh, and uh, it would be well, a middle class miracle. Right. And uh, in, in just a short period of time, that promise will be fulfilled. And, uh, and I just, uh, I'm deeply humbled as your vice president. 
to be able to be here. Because of your leadership, Mr. President, and because of the strong support of the leadership in the Congress of the United States, you're delivering on that middle-class miracle. Uh, you've actually got the Congress to do, as you said, what they couldn't do with Anwar for 40 years. You've got the Congress to do with, with tax cuts for working families and American businesses what they haven't been able to do for 31 years. Uh, and you've got Congress uh, to do what they couldn't do for seven years in repealing the individual mandate in Obamacare. Uh, I know you would have me also acknowledge people around this table, Mr. President. I want to uh, thank the leaders in Congress once again. Shut up! Oh, my God. Seriously, seriously. We need to play It does make you kind of want to blow your brains out. Shut up! Oh, my God! I don't care! All right. Francie, are you there with us? <laughs> Francie. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> oh, we should we should definitely save that. That was like I a, have I got um, a festivist gift and it's a little sound machine. Uh little. Like little little it got twelve buttons. One of them, Kenny, they stole your voice. Listen. Kenny. That's you, man. Kind of sounds like me. And hang on. <laughs> so when I come on, I can make my own noise. There you God, go. Francie got a brand new box. I got, Woo! I'll, have to, I'll have to buy you and some flarp. A, I'll buy you some flarp for how, Christmas. Oh, yes. How, how How is Rain and Bobber and Kenny and P.S. Cha-cha-cha. <laughs> yes, I got a question for P.S. Yeah, go. Uh, Testify, okay. Sister. Okay. Okay, you mug. <laughs> <laughs> Say. When yeah, you... what do you want? Ah, nuts to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, never mind. You're Jake. Anywho, here's my question. I got mine. When you put your tinsel on the tree... If you call it tinsel, some people call them icicles. Do you throw them on the tree like in clumps, or do you separate the tinsel and, you know, judiciously place a one or two strands on each branch? We don't have a tree. <gasps> uh, my God. No. <laughs> There is no tree. There is no presence. There's nothing in our windows. There are no pine boughs or candles. None of it. Oh, well, if no you were. No lights. Hmm? If you were to do such a thing, how would you do it then? I would stuff a wad of it into my mouth and <laughs> splatter it all over the tree. <laughs> so, in other words, P.S. Mueller would puke up tinsel. I was going to suggest feeding it to a cat and having a cat puke it up on there because that that would be festive and adorable. Yeah, but you'd have to put the cat on a ladder to get it up on the high branch. Oh, you just hold him. Just hold him and and aim. When I was a a kid, my aunt and uncle in uh, Cuyahoga Falls, or Chagrin Falls, I think, uh, they were an eccentric couple. And, uh, you know, they had two standard poodles named Buttons and Bows. And, yes, they both had bows in the, in the tops <laughs> of their fur. Oh, of course. And uh, you go over to their house uh, on Christmas, and they would have a, a big Christmas tree covered with this stuff. 
this white stuff that got sprayed all over the tree that oh, looked like it made it look like pink snow. Yeah, oh, I remember wow. that stuff. Yeah, Quite I plastic. Think, <laughs> yeah, I think it was a real uh, tree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was a real, a real tree. tree. You know, and uh, you know, I, I think it was a, a combination of um, um, asbestos. You know, what, <laughs> yeah. Well, I think mainly asbestos and human blood. Yeah. Since you didn't, you weren't able to answer that question. I have another question. Okay. Do yes. you remember? Because I'm around a little bit younger than you, you know, mm-hmm. I'm 60. The okay. stuff in the can used to spray with the stencils on the window. Vaguely. I, oh. I, I own a can of that, Francie, that's never been used. You do? Yeah. Oh. There's a profile picture of me on Facebook. On the Christmas trees. Yeah, there's a a pro, profile picture of me with holding up a can of that crap on Facebook. I'll find it and put it in the chat room for you. Oh yeah, because I remember that stuff. I thought that that was well, that was around in the '60s because I remember one Christmas we had it, and then we never had it again because uh, I think my father he smoked. Oh, it's <laughs> flammable, all right. Flammable. Did he huff it? <laughs> I don't know, but <laughs> something happened. And we, never, we never had it again. You know, they're, they're yeah, not I, making it out of asbestos, though. So, when I was a kid in Barberton, uh, you know, they, 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 the the uh, the Campfield Hickman Funeral Home would loan out uh, dead fat guys that, that people would put in Santa suits <laughs> and prop up on their doorstep. <laughs> It's oh, smelling a lot like Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Yowza. Uh, good times. Oh, sure. all the Christmas debacles and poisonous crap. Hey, mm-hmm. when we were kids, we had toys that were so dangerous, and none of us died. We had lead-painted toys. I remember this top thing. Used to pump it, and it had a spike on the bottom of it. That was a fun toy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we also got jacks and marbles, and we had babies in the house, and you know nobody ever ate anything. So well, what's no the hell fun. is wrong with all you stupid kids nowadays? Yeah, yeah we got we got like bags of die. we got bags huh? of cherry bombs to take to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah good time in work. I'm sorry, I'm going to be a wet blanket. Uh oh. Uh oh. With the lead. The lead toys. Some people did die. Oops. Well, <laughs> I, none of us did. I'm so I don't know. We're getting everybody else. We I'm didn't eat it. Down. Although my father said, <laughs> my father used to play. If a mercury thermometer broke, he said when he was a kid they used to love playing with it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> the I little mercury that. balls because they break apart when you touch them. I, and I was I like, that's so friggin' toxic. Well, I, I have put but a picture of... Uh, I did that. I put a picture yeah. of myself with instant snow in the chat room. Um, I that, see. That, awesome. can, that can was in this house when we bought it, and I've kept it ever since. Um, I don't oh, wow. I, I don't know if it's the kind you put on the tree or if you put it on the windows. I think windows. they call it flocking. Yeah, flocking. yeah. Flocking, yes. Yeah. But you, the, what, what, wait, what? 
They call it what? Flocking. 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 Yes. Which is also a euphemism for something else. Yeah. But the tree, the tree guy used to flock the trees if he wanted. You didn't have yeah. to flock yeah, yourself. I'm sure, I bet he did. Sure. He, fl- he flocked them all night. Tree guy. Yeah. Yeah, but you don't want to flock yourself. He flock them on top. Flock them on the bottom. What's wrong with that, Francie? There's uh, not a wrong. damn thing. Hey, hey flock, 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 flock to your heart's delight. <laughs> Flocking around the Christmas tree. The Christmas tree. <laughs> dee, 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 dee. <laughs> oh, look at that. the needles. There's Francie's box. Yeah. I got a box, baby. Applause. <laughs> I like, I like that your box. Mama's got a down. squeeze box, baby. <laughs> there you Francie's go. She's got a squeeze box. It sounds so right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that she wears on her chest. <laughs> oh dear. And Daddy gets no rest. <laughs> a little who, oh, a little who goodness. reference there, everybody. Happy uh, holidays, <laughs> Holly H O L L Y. Call you dudes and yeah. you jets. We will abide. You know, we will get through the orange Cheeto jerk. And I'm, I got a grievance. It's the, twas the night before Festivus. And my grievance is that goddamn Trump inter- interrupted one of my programs. Uh-oh. One of my soap operas. And I'm like, what the hell? How many soap operas are there? Because... About three. Okay. <laughs> yeah, about three. Right, I just want to know which one. I thought there was like I watch one. General Hospital still. Okay. As I've the, been watching as, that since high school. I only watch as the dotard turns. I can't. I, his, he came on and he was reading from a piece of paper and my show was on it. And I said, fuck you. <laughs> I, and I watch the channel. I I put something else on. I watch all of my ex-wives and children. Oh, I watched all my children. I, I did. Um, oh, I love Dark Shadows. I actually Why used to watch. I used to watch oh. Days of Our Lives in the eighties and occasionally. Oh no, in the 90s. no, no, no! My mom used to watch As the World Turns. Talk yeah. about holy cow! That she used to iron, and we all had to get the hell out of the house when her pro her show. She watched her shows when her show was on. Get out. <laughs> well, Days of Our Lives was so awesomely stupid because, like, the character Marlena got possessed by a demon, and it was, like, very early, like, CGI they used on it, and it's so horrible. It's so Dad? funny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. it, there was General alien abductions, too. Live. They had an alien abductions as well. Live and fuck up royally, but on General <laughs> Hospital, they had a spinoff show, and it was all about vampires and stuff. I love that one. Yeah. They had vampires. They had oh, it was awesome. Well, they were trying to do that? a dark shadow thing, but it yeah, it didn't last though. No, it didn't last. Dark shadows was its own thing. My mom loved dark shadows. Oh yeah, we used to come. I used to come home from school, and it was on at that time when we got out of school and watch it. Yeah, it was yeah, good. Ma- I remember my mom telling me about it as a kid, and I was like, no, there wasn't a soap opera about yes, vampires. No. Because they never re-ran awesome. it. They never re-ran no. it in our, our neighborhood. But uh, anyway, no. Francie, we're getting we're getting up to the break. Uh, uh, you want to give okay. everybody some so you're season's greetings? So you're going to kick me greetings? to the curb, huh? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Hang on. Ha <laughs> 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 
But you have a very nice <laughs> box, Francie. Thank you for showing it to us. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. No, that's a good one. And one more for it? you, Kenny. That's, that's me. That's you. There we go. That is. They say, I'll the name of the company. You could sue them. <laughs> yeah. That's what like my Roy Moore impression. It's like that my is. Roy Moore what? voice. Yeehaw, I'm Roy Moore. I'm not going to concede. Yeah. I'm going to post homophobic <laughs> stories from World Net Daily. <laughs> uh, okay, thank you for having me, and happy holidays, everything. Uh, everything. Oh, man. Happy everything. holidays, everything. Everybody. Be careful out there. There is evil walking the land. There certainly Uh-oh. is. i got to watch out for Krampus, because, um, yeah. well... Well, Francie, I'm not very good. And I'm yes. telling you, if you want a good Christmas movie, watch Rare Exports. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. I've seen that. That's good. Uh, but yeah, good. Okay. Francie, uh, from, from, yes. our la- from our last human president to you. Mele Kalikimaka, everybody. Yoo-hoo! There you go. Oh. <laughs> Wait, wrong button! Wait. Wrong button! <laughs> All right, Francie, Uh-oh. we love We're you. Have we a Merry Christmas. Happy, Happy holidays. holidays. And see you. See you when I see you. Bye, right. P.S. Bye, Rain. Bye, Bobber. Bye, Kenny. Bye-bye. Love right. you, Francie. Bye-bye. So, uh, God, all right. So much. Uh, she's great. She's great. That was fun. And she's got her own box now. So, that's She that's needs her, her own show. She I would, has had hey, her own box for a long uh, time. You know? It could be called Francie on the Box. I think you're right, sure. Pete. Yeah, right. Francie, yeah. Oh, my Francie God. on the Box. There we go. Now, I I, I would uh, be more than willing to help facilitate that. So, uh, and you know, Indie Media Weekly is always looking for good new programs. So, maybe it'll happen. We'll see. Maybe we can do Francie a pre- on the pre-recorded, box. pre-recorded podcast or something and oh, uh, r- put that in the mix. That'd yeah. be awesome. I know there are about 50 people who would want to be on it on a regular basis. So, <laughs> oh my um, God. you know, rot- rotating a uh, 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 group of individuals. But all right. Well, I'll tell you what. I think they're on break next week. So let's go ahead and listen to the last new Green News Report. Actually, they might be out until after the first of the year. Green News Report uh, coming up, everybody. Uh, so hang tight. We'll be right back with me, Rain Bobber Pete. And lots more of your calls, hopefully. And also, our Girl Friday rain. We'll do some name-calling when we come back. So everybody hang tight. We'll be right back right after this. Hey, everyone. This is Rain. And Bobber. From From 4freedomsblog.com. And we'd like to continue the war on Christmas by wishing everyone at India Media Weekly and turn up the night a happy holiday. Yeah, that's right. A happy freaking holiday. Merry Christmas. Not in this liberal utopia. Happy Happy holidays holidays and and don't drink the green eggnog. It's Thursday, December 21, 2017. Without objection, the motion to reconsider is laid upon the table. 
a reprieve for renewable energy, but not for disaster victims in Republicans' massive tax bill. This bill basically pays for the tax cuts for corporations and millionaires by requiring drilling in our nation's most iconic national wildlife refuge. GOP achieves their dream of drilling in Alaska's pristine Anwar. Australia finds renewable energy more reliable than coal. Plus, what was once a paradise was like a war zone. California's Thomas Fire, now second largest in state history. All of those war zones and more straight ahead. From bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. Suck it, snowflakes. (laughs) Next, we're coming for their electric cars. We're going to make them run on elephant blood. Merry Christmas. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, they've been trying to do it for decades. They just couldn't stand all that oil staying in the ground, no matter how pristine the land was above it. One of the least discussed disasters from the GOP uh, tax bill. Yeah, in Congressional Republicans' massive $1.5 trillion tax cut bill for the wealthy and corporations, they did finally achieve that long-held dream of opening the pristine Alaska National Wildlife Refuge, known as ANWR, to oil and gas drilling. We have ANWR. We're going to start drilling in ANWR. That over the objections of Native Americans, ecologists, conservationists, and the majority of Alaskans and the nation in general. On the Senate floor prior to the vote, Washington State Democratic Senator Maria Cantwell begged Republicans to preserve the wildlife refuge, not destroy it. We should not be turning it into an oil field. What we're doing today is taking a step towards destroying it. But it may take years before drilling begins, and Senate Democrats and environmental groups have vowed to stop it in the meantime. The Republicans' tax bill also eliminates a personal tax deduction for people who suffer uninsured losses in natural disasters, like the record hurricanes and wildfires that have impacted millions of Americans in 2017 alone. That is, unless the president declares a federal disaster, which ends up not actually applying to most extreme weather disasters. The president is a federal disaster. Renewable energy, however, got a bit of a reprieve. Republicans left crucial tax credits for big wind and solar energy projects largely intact. Those are phasing out anyway in five years. But the fossil fuel industry's billions in permanent taxpayer subsidies remain. Of course. Meanwhile, in California, the massive Thomas Fire in Southern California's Ventura and Santa Barbara counties has now grown to be the second largest fire in state history and is on track to become the largest. And it bears reiterating that this is happening in the middle of winter, that these huge fires used to happen in the middle of summer, in the hot season. Now they're happening all year around, and now it's the second largest fire in state history, I guess. Number one is not far away. The U.S. Drought Monitor this week announced more than 40 percent of California is now abnormally dry, with mountain snowpack at about a third of normal. An Associated Press analysis found a, quote, significant increase in the numbers and sizes of fires in the state and noted that this year's fires have burned more than double the acreage than last year's record fires. 
But there is some good news. In Arizona's Grand Canyon country, an appeals court has upheld a 20-year ban on new uranium mining claims on public lands that are adjacent to Grand Canyon National Park. In New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo has endorsed a push by the state's $200 billion pension fund to divest from all fossil fuel investments. And in Australia, a major coal-fired power plant in New South Wales tripped on Monday. It's the fourth coal-fired power plant to fail without a warning in a week in Australia amid a record heat wave. Tesla's new big battery in South Australia, however, jumped into action as intended and prevented a blackout in that region. Australia's official energy task force has now recommended more renewable energy and battery storage be installed to make the grid more resilient. So that was the world's largest battery that Elon Musk and Tesla just installed in Australia? Yeah. And it already came in handy with the failure of this coal plant? Yep, more reliable than coal. That is a little bit of good news. Finally, in stark contrast to the Australian government's push to increase coal exports, the world's biggest coal port in Newcastle, Australia, just announced this week it is shifting away from reliance on coal in order to diversify the port's traffic. The port's new chairman called the long-term outlook for coal, quote, a threat to the port as world demand for Australia's coal continues to decline. I think that's good news too, right? Yes. All right, then I'm getting out before something breaks again. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. From Desi and me to you and yours, Merry Christmas to all. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyle. And this has been your Green News Report. Icicles on east troughs and tinsel on the tree, but it's a green Christmas for me. Hi, this is Tim. And this is Joe. And we want to wish all of you the happiest of holidays from the Tim Cormall Show. And from IndieMediaWeekly.com. And an important safety tip, drink responsibly and under no circumstances allow Ted Cruz to drive you home. Because we wouldn't want any of you to be found in the clown car this holiday season. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier in a $20 hole. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Well, let me just say this. Spit it out, Mitch. Spit it out. <laughs> anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, yes, I, I uh, Clintster showed off Trump's presidential coin in the chat, which is god-awful looking. But I, I don't know if everybody's seen the Hall of Presidents Trump robot. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I love it. It's so fucking awesome awful and horrific looking uh welcome to the resistance whoever made that fucking thing (laughs) if only if only when it began to speak burrito filling would ooze out of its mouth (laughs) oh yeah that's even better but apparently somebody overdubbed speeches on it and it's really terrifying and awful 
Um, uh, and it's and it's kind of like weirdly emaciated. Yeah, it's oh god, that thing is so creepy. It's got a super long. Yeah, tie they actually too. like went for the lizard skin. You know. Yeah. Oh, they, yeah. it's it's so gross. Uh, you just see the art director going, more lizard skin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, welcome back, P.S. Mueller in Madison, Wisconsin. Happy uh, non-holidays, sir. Yeah, well, you know, you, you, you can decide whether or not I've been welcomed back later. <laughs> okay. You All never right. know when I'm going to go off tonight. He's going to snap everybody. And, like, of course... Fuse. Uh, thank you, Bobber, uh, for sitting in for Joe while he spends a little time with his family on the holidays. Uh, uh, Bobber in D.C., of course. You got any Christmas songs, Bobber? No, I'm, I don't. I don't do holiday or special event kind eh, of music like that. I like. I, I'm a novelty kind of guy, so you know. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So welcome back, and uh, and of course, Rain uh, down in the the uh, the uh, R and B dungeon. <laughs> oh, oh, that sounds a little hot. Oh, see. And when I say hot, I mean like this is really but, too. Can somebody turn the temperature down? Are you very close to the furnace? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, literally, not figuratively. All right, Rain, are you ready to find out who's in the chat room with us tonight? I am. I love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's Rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? Here comes the rain again. The greatest source of energy known to womankind. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Biscuits. I, I love biscuits. You know what? Since it's since it's uh, that time of year, we should play the Brianna Palencia clip real quick. I just I need to know what you offer in the way of biscuits. Like, is it buttermilk or do you have cheddar biscuits, garlic biscuits, maybe some rosemary? Just I just need to know what kind of biscuits you offer at your establishment. There you go. What? <laughs> Thank you, Adam Hebert, for that. That's really good. Yeah, it really is. All right. So, so moving on. Biscuit. Biscuit. <laughs> In the chat room. Just, oh God. I'm trying to be serious here. We have serious things. For serious people. Yes. We had Adam Hebert. He's probably still lurking. He might be Christmas shopping. Oh. Okay, fair enough. We had Adam Hubert. We do have Barbara DC. We have Clinster. We have Krita. We have Francie. We have Grimmy Lee. We have Jay Collie. We have Kat. We have Kenny Pick. We have Living in Long Island. Michelle in South Florida. Moon Mare. Peter in San Francisco. Myself. Theo. Tim Cormall. And Trojan Rabbit. I think we. I think that's it. Yeah, I think. And mm -hmm. we do have a birthday boner. It is Francie's, I, I believe it's Francie's brother. His name is Jay, and his birthday is on December 23rd. Oh, there you go. So uh, he really got a bum rap on that birthday followed by Christmas. Seriously, right? I mean, I, I, you, don't, you don't know how fortunate I consider myself to have a June 15th birthday. I'll you tell know. you what, can I just tell you, I was born on September 1st. 
I never even got cupcakes. Aw. In school because it was like. Well, I was I was born on August first, and I had to give people stuff. Yeah, that sucks worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, Rain, if you were so a I child, never got birthday. If you were a child in September, uh, and I saw you, I would. Would say, you like to come inside for a cupcake <laughs> and a glass of wine? No, I'm sorry, that would have been what Roy Moore said. Um, so, <laughs> so Jay. That might have happened, <laughs> but Jay. Jay, so it, family members, so it's brother. a birthday Mainer. Uh, so, uh, yeah, happy birthday, Jay, the 23rd. This is your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Thank you. Thank you, all dear friends, for coming to my birthday! Oh, and uh, oh, well, that works too. Also, Cat's aunt, uh, he, uh, yes. she she says my mom's little sister had a December twenty uh, third birthday. Well, has one. Well, no, I'm sorry, had maybe she's since passed. I I, I think I read it wrong. Um, yeah. So, well, um, happy, happy yeah, birthday to Cat's I'm un- aunt. I'm unsure. So. Excuse me, I had to clear my throat. Uh, but no, Credo has a good point. They should have used that naked Trump statue as the uh, um, oh, as the, the animatronic in the Hall of Presidents. <laughs> Am I the only one who looked at that picture and thought Disney was ready to have Hillary Clinton? Uh, <laughs> and they had to just like that. reconfigure it to make it look like Trump because they didn't want to spend the money? Maybe yeah, I think a lot of people have said that. Maybe, but um, I, I, man, if somebody made a statue of me that looked that fucking weird and creepy, uh, I'd be pissed. <laughs> you know, I, I remember being at the like the World's Fair, fair in like I think it was 1965 in New York when they had the, the first animatronic president. They had Lincoln. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. And they had this little theater, you know, and uh, we, we filed in there and we sat in the front row and, you know, not 10 feet away from us. There's Lincoln sitting in a chair. Right. This is kind yeah. of like a, a, a jerky Lincoln and uh, and, uh, you know, like uh, spicy dried Lincoln. And, uh, sure. and he's sitting there and he starts speaking and turning his head back and forth and this and that. And uh, and then. He stood up, and I swear to God, everybody in the audience got half out of their seats ready to run. Oh, no! (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And the ones who stayed in their seats probably shat in their seats. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Well, you know, my guess is that, you know, Disney still got that thing, you know, mothballed away, you know, talking through ragged uh, (laughs) ragged lips, you know, with, uh, you know, a beard beard remnants falling off. Sure, sure. (laughs) And, it's like uh, hanging and, off, uh, hanging off on one side like a hinge, swinging back and forth. <laughs> right, you know. And, and they, they need to bring that back out, just like it is today. You know what I did the other day? I was sitting here at my desk, and I had a five on my desk. I just had like a five and a couple singles in my pocket, and I put it on the desk. And I had my pen here, and we were on a break, and I just drew a Fu Manchu mustache on on uh, Lincoln on the five. Mm-hmm. Well, why not? He looked really. 
Ming the Merciless, uh, you know, Widow's Peak, too? No, I did not, but he looked really good with Fu Manchu. He could have rocked that. Okay. Look. So, right. uh, <laughs> but uh, anyway, yeah. So, uh, in uh, Kat did say uh, her aunt passed about 14 or so years ago. So, um, we we're sorry about that, but it's, you know, uh, I'm sure fond memories uh, of her roll around with the holidays and everything, and of course, her birthday. So, um, but, uh, yeah, so uh, we can take a couple calls in this segment. Uh, well, maybe one call. I don't want to cut anybody too short. So if somebody wants to call in, uh, the number is one three three zero five three six fourteen sixty six or three three zero Ken the number one goo. I need to oil my chair because I, w- I was uh, I was moving it back and forth. And I'm like, what the hell is that noise? It's my chair. It's goo. It, it the, no, my chair is like, like eh. it sounds like the the baby. Uh, it sounds like the baby sloth. Oh yeah, the younger cat sleeps on the uh, on my on my stereo uh, amplifier behind the the computer here, mm. and uh, and he's very discreet. I often don't know he's there until he emits this long twenty second groan. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'll be sitting there working away, and all of a sudden I'll hear this. Oh, you should hear the doctor when he snores. Oh, oh you have the, a cat that snores? Yeah, yeah, it's the cutest goddamn wow. thing in the world. It's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Well, it's kind of like the baby sloth. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. That wasn't the baby sloth. That was uh, Jeff Sessions trying to put his boots on. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it can also but, yeah. sound like uh, tur- the turtle's having sex. Oh, God. Yeah. That, that That is so Stephanie Miller that I won't even, I won't even do that on the show. Uh, I don't... I don't th- <laughs> I don't think I have the turtle having. Oh no! no actually, I'm sorry. I I do have the turtle having sex. Here you go. Hold, hold on. Uh, the, here's the turtle having sex. Well, let me just say this. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> Laugh at him now. He'll see your baby's dead tomorrow. Yeah, true. You know, and I have to say, I, I have to believe this probably strangely accurate. It's <laughs> disgusting. It is. Yeah, he really is. So, um, all right, yeah. let me see. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna load up a clip, but no, we'll we'll take one at least one call if you call in the next few minutes. Uh, um, but uh, if you don't, we'll never speak to you again. Never, ever, never. Ever. We're done. We're totally cutting you off. Um, on, people, get on board. Make a phone call. Do you have sure. Uncle Joe, who's your Trumpster, who's coming for Christmas? Tell him to call. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Let's let's listen to uh, Trump's pick for uh, ambassador to the Netherlands, Pete Hoekstra, being interviewed by a reporter uh, from a Netherlands, I think, public. Uh, broadcasting outlet um, uh, a guy the the reporter from the Netherlands his name is uh, Wouter Zwart or something like that <laughs> It's his last name is Z-W-A-R-T Zwart that's a cool last name uh, okay. but 
but yeah, so let's let's listen to uh, this. It's 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 uncanny. Uh, you know, just uh, immediate fact checks. Uh, I love this stuff. Here's uh, here you go. Speaking of threat, at one point you mentioned in a uh, debate that there are no go zones in the Netherlands and that cars and politicians are being set on fire in the Netherlands. I didn't say that. That 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 is actually an incorrect statement. Um, yeah. yeah, we would call it fake news. Is that uh, fake I never news said because that because it's what but, you but I, said. No, it's not what I said. The Islamic movement has now gotten to a point where they have put Europe into chaos. Chaos in the Netherlands, there are cars uh, being burned, there are politicians that are being burned, and yes, there are no-go zones in the Netherlands. You call it uh, fake news, obviously. I didn't call that fake news. I didn't use the word this today. No? No. Okay. I don't think I did. Okay. Well, I think... <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, oh my God! I like how he just laughs at him, like, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, well, the reporter God. the reporter looked over his shoulder to, like, the cameraman or, or a producer or something, and like, are you, are you hearing this shit? You know? <laughs> uh, 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 wow. Wow. So uh, we, uh, we, we would call that fake news. Well, you, you, you called this fake news. I don't think I ever said fake news. Did I say? I didn't say fake news today, did I? Again, it's fake news Tourette's. Anytime there's any inconvenient bit of information that's uh, uh, put in front of a Trump cultist, um, whether it's somebody in the cabinet, uh, in, in, you know, an appointee, or a, just a Trump, your idiotic Trump supporter, voter, whatever, uh, you know, it's it's fake news Tourette's. They just, you know, it's, it's fake news. It's fake news. I don't like it. Fake news. And, you know, and again, they're the worst merchants of fake news out there. I mean, this Pete guy Oakster? is an ambassador. Yeah. I think this is important to point out. It might seem minor, but he is an ambassador of the United States oh, saying yeah. that news is fake. I, I just want, you know, every he's now saying, and then I get to a point what, where I just. He's saying the exact want, words he said are fake news, but go ahead. Yeah. yeah. This is, he, he's being questioned on things that he actually said, and he said it's fake news. Yeah. And this is a guy supposed to be like, a, I mean, when you're an ambassador, you're supposed to be a diplomat. And Thank you. Which means diplomacy, which means, you know, knowing when to say things you know that in a way that doesn't insult the country that you're supposed to be uh, um, uh, representing. You're but representing you're, uh, our country in another nation. Right. This is really disturbing because it just seems to me at this point when you know Pete Hoekstra saying this, I am waiting for Donald Trump to just nominate Alex Jones as ambassador to Great Britain. You know, my greatest fear is that. Not Pete, kidding, and yet I am. It's disgusting. My, my greatest fear is that Pete Hoekstra is related to Joel Hoekstra, the current guitarist of White Snake. Oh God! So. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, that's a conversation killer. <laughs> well, no, I was. You uh, knew that, right? Well, uh, well, I, I, I doubt Bobber knew it because I don't this? think Bobber's followed White Snake in some time, if ever. Uh, so, <laughs> um, the eighties. 
Yeah, I, I, but uh, but no, no, I I, I was I, I I kept seeing the name Pete Hoekstra, and I'm like, why do I keep thinking of Joel Hoekstra? Why do I, and I just Google it, and I was like, oh, he's the guitarist of Whitesnake. That's why I remember the name. Um, but uh, I thought I Joel Hoekstra. The fact that this this journalist actually said, okay, here's mm. here's the audio of what you said. Well, I can guarantee you that Joel Hoekstra is a lot more popular in the Netherlands than Pete Hoekstra is. Because they love some metal in the Netherlands, um, but uh, <laughs> was there a baseball player with the last name Hoekstra? Yeah, uh, Dy- Lenny, uh, or is it was it Dykstra? No, it's Lenny Dykstra, actually. Oh, Dykstra, Bob's right, that, okay. Lenny Dykstra. So you know, anyway. in hindsight, that was an awesome last name. Yeah. So, uh, but anywho, uh, yeah, Pete. Yeah, played for the, the New York Mets in the eighties. The uh, oh, okay. I, I like the Mets in the '80s, actually. Um, uh, but uh, uh, Pete, yeah, this. So this is our uh, ambassador to the Netherlands, barking out fake news about words he actually said. Pete. Pete. I think we lost Pete. Uh oh! No, we can what? lose Pete Hoekstra. Well, not I'm, we can't. We can lose Pete Hoekstra, just uh, not Pete Mueller. Good. Good morning, Pete. Yeah, yeah, I was saying, you know, there's an actor named John Hoekstra who appeared oh. in one movie called Droid Hunt. Well, okay, that makes a lot of sense. Yes. Ooh. Because these ambassadors are like droids. Yes. And they hunt them. They're yes. like fake news. Fake news. They, you know why? Because they like the meat. <laughs> it's, it's fake news. Trump tells me it's fake news. It's all fake news. Yes, yes. You know, uh, diplomacy is just uh, an old word for a threat. Oh, God. See, yeah, when you say then, diplomacy, we mean threat. Yeah, so I guess uh, we, we could talk for a minute or two about what Nikki Haley said the other day. Um, oh, where boy. I have bad things that I think about that woman. She's making yeah. a list and checking it twice. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to find out who doesn't love the Israelites. She's the elf oh, on the wow. shelf, or, or no? Or is that Sessions? Uh, uh, well, yeah, She's it is the elf on the shelf. It is. It, yes, you you are right. Um, uh, actually, Jeff Sessions is the elf on the shelf, but he has a really hard time getting up there. Uh, <laughs> uh, so give him a boost. That woman. Yeah. I un I unfriended somebody on Facebook who claimed to be uh, kind of a moderate when they posted a video of her saying, "Yeah, vote for her in 2020 because yeah, this matters." Wait, wait, what? I unfriended huh? somebody on Facebook who said that the you know that they wanted said that yeah. Yeah, who who claimed to be kind of a moderate or libertarian type person, and you know, and it just turned out he's just a fucking Trump cultist that that finally came around to admitting that you know he's in the cult. You know, if you scratch a libertarian, no blood comes out. This is true. Yeah, mm. they got no soul. Well, speaking of libertarians, yes. I, I spoke with um, my uh, brother uh, a couple days ago, and he's always been just an extreme libertarian. And by extreme libertarian, I mean he wants to—he wanted to move off the planet 
so that he could get away from any kind of government interference. Oh, I I, I heard about that whole uh, thing where <laughs> somebody's selling property. And, oh, yeah. And what it took was was Trump getting elected to not finally knock some sense into him, and so now he calls himself a, a socialist libertarian. Because oh. he does believe now that suddenly, oh yeah, we do need some of these social programs. I mean, oh. that's, that's what that, his that's brother what, watches. Rachel Maddow now. Yep. Wow. By God, we need chairs too. Lots yeah. of chairs. Yeah. Yes. This it's is a good story, though. What Bob is talking about, and hopefully, maybe we can talk about it a little bit more after the break. But this yeah, sure. is a really, really big story to hear that if, Don, brother yeah. Don. If you're if you're comfortable talking about your bro, um, I'm more than happy to continue the conversation when we come back after the break. Good, sure. sure. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. On that note, let's go ahead and run to the break. Um, uh, we'll try and squeeze in a couple calls. I might uh, force people to listen to a little bit of uh, uh, Ted Cruz when we come back. Oh, why am I so persecuted? Why am I persecuted? Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, well, I'll dig that clip. I'll dig that clip out for after the break. But in the interim, yeah, I just know he lives on guppy food. Oh God, damn it! You know it. He's Ted a Cruz or Bob's a, brother? Uh, Ted, Ted Cruz. Cruz. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. Ted Cruz does Sorry, resemble a blobfish, so I'm sure blobfish could survive on on large quantities of guppy food. So, yeah. all right, Fair let's enough. go. He wants let's all the guppy food. Yeah. Let's go ahead and uh, hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. Light out, everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10:30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature every Sunday and Monday at 10:30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> And now, on with the show. It's a Festivus miracle. Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. Who sent you? Pop Elf. Pop Elf? From the North Pole. From the North Pole? Well, we know what to get you for Christmas. A double lobotomy and ten rolls of rubber wallpaper. Can I refill your eggnog for you? Get you something to eat? Drive you out to the middle of nowhere, leave you for dead. This is such a magical Christmas adventure, you guys. This just in. Santa Claus is dead. Holy zombie Jesus. This thing looked like the, the Manson family Christmas special. Well, it's a little late to get this kind of feedback. Welcome back. Happy Hanukkah, Manzadon. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas, and all that jazz. This is the Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve edition of Turn Up the Night, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And I do want to tell everybody right now, instead of doing the night show tonight, I'm going to be running immediately after this broadcast. Well, there might be one song um, right before it, or half a song that's paused since that's what happens when I broadcast songs pause. But anyway, uh, right after this program, we're going to uh, run the uh, 2017 holiday cooking bonanza that I recorded with Janet, Michelle, and John Kendall um, a while back. 
and uh everybody should uh if, if hang out in the same chat uh i'll be here doing the podcast and if anybody has questions or anything about any of the recipes i've talked about in the show or different ideas for cooking uh i'll be here while i'm doing the podcast um but yeah stick around so it's it's more original content for you to enjoy into the wee hours it's about two and a half hours long so it'll wrap up a little after midnight uh, for all you folks out there, uh, that's Eastern Time. And, of course, we're going to be doing some new special features coming up on Mike Check Radio. Uh, we uh, have uh, almost, a, I would say, 99.5% chance that John Fugelsang will be on Mike Check Radio with us the second Saturday in uh, January to talk about Star Wars, The Last Jedi, so uh that's gonna be very exciting um had a nice conversation with john today he's a very nice fella and he does like himself some star wars but anyway welcome back to the program uh bobber in washington dc from four freedoms blog sitting in for joe santorsa of course uh from uh the tim Cormel show and this very program right here thank you bobber for taking the time to join us tonight sure it's great um today's my first uh, I mean, as of five o'clock this afternoon, I'm on vacation until January second. Woohoo! So, yeah, this, I'm starting my vacation the right way. On the it's vacation. a festivus miracle. There you go. Uh, yeah, I used up my last uh, bit of vacation uh, Monday through uh, Thursday, but you know, I've got some day. I've got a, uh, the next two Mondays up. That's something. Um, and, uh, and of course, we'll, and we'll get to your story about your brother here momentarily. Uh, but, uh, of course, rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC. Hello, my friend. Welcome Hello. back. Thank you for the Christmas card. It's lovely. I hope everybody else got a chance to see it in the turnips page. I, I, hopefully they did. Hopefully they did. I hope they did too. Yeah. So uh, I, I know I saw there was uh, on your page alone that you were edging towards a hundred likes on that today. So uh, I know a lot of people that have was, seen it. So well, that's awesome. Yeah, I was pretty proud of it, yeah. and um, you know I had some pretty good subjects. Yeah. Some fuzzy so. little spotted subjects. <laughs> Just well, yes. I wouldn't say little. So. No, they're not. <laughs> yeah. I have 150 pounds of dog. We oh do. Bob and I do. There you go. And la slab a lab. <laughs> slab <Huh>? a lab. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say, Pete? <laughs> slab a lab. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's funny. Of course, P.S. Mueller, Madison, Wisconsin. Uh, welcome back, Pete. sir. Hi. Happy no Christmas tree. Anyway, happiness, Pete. It's I'm so about, happy that you're my friend. It's all about King Day for me. You know, check with me in three weeks. You know, there you go. Okay. Yeah. There you are. Actually, I, I, I get that day off as well. Uh, my company is progressive enough that they recognize that as a national holiday and give us a paid That's day awesome. off. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. Well, you know, we will see what the new Congress decides to, to revoke it or something, you know. Nah, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't be surprised. Nope. All right, so um, why don't you give us a little bit of setup, Bobber? Uh, so is this your older or younger brother? Uh, wh what's his name again? His name's Don. He's my oldest brother. Um, so he's about five years older than me, I guess. How many brothers do you have? I have two, old, uh, two older brothers and a younger sister. 
Oh, okay. So Don, so, Don the Libertarian, who wanted to go to space. Yeah, he's um, he's always been. I mean, when growing up, Spock was his his hero, his, nice. his inspiration. So everything has to be logical, which means that when he when he focuses, and he's a little, he's kind of neurotic too. So when he he latches onto something, he goes. You know, one hundred ten percent, because that's the that was the logical thing to do. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna go from A to B, then you need to go from B to C to all the way you know to the end. And so, you know, he 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 does that sort of ex- extreme. Um, you know, he's uh, he's a vegan. He's you know not a vegetarian. He's a vegan, hardcore vegan, germaphobe, and libertarian. Can and, I jump in? Can yeah. I jump in? Mm-hmm. He's a vegan to the point where he won't eat honey. Okay, because it because it exploits the bees. Yeah. Um, yes. And there's, there's other things I could go into that I won't. But um, <laughs> I've been known to exploit a bee or two in my day. <laughs> oh. So when it when it when Don, it comes, he's I mean, hardcore. He, yeah. So, so he was. I mean, he was of the mindset that you know roads should be returned to the people, and everybody get gets a piece of of, of a road to do with as they wish, and you know. Things that make absolutely no sense, you know, completely impractical. But in his mind, if you're going to, you know, in for a penny, in for a pound. Um, and he wanted to live in the Oort cloud. <laughs> uh, could <laughs> could he, you hold hold on real quick? Uh, uh, hold that. There's another thought. one of those Dutch words. Well, well, hold that thought because uh, uh, we we got a call in. Adam Hebert has oh, called okay. the program. Uh, uh, Adam, are you there? Yes, sir. And what's this about an orc cloud? Well, oh, Bobbers, Bob, if you if you could <laughs> if you could bear with us, or can you stay on the phone for a little bit to hear Bobber's story about his brother Don, and then? Oh yeah, sure, sure. Okay, all right. Because Bobber's in the middle of Christmas message from a special elf. Oh, okay. Well, well, ha- hold so, that thought because I want I want Bobber to tell his uh, finish his story. So the so your brother Don. Wanted to live in the orc cloud in space. Ort. Ort. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Yeah, I love that we had two people correct. Robert's got it right. Thank you. (laughs) O-O-R-T. So... Yeah, you know, to, to get away from you know any kind of government you know and, and influence in the, or interaction in his life, and of course you know, we all just laugh at him and make fun of him because you know it's ridiculous because uh, he's you know he's also unemployed. Um, oh, <laughs> so um, I guess I talked to him. I mean, the last I knew, he that was still his mindset. And then uh, yeah, I, I talked to him. Um, a few days ago, and he's he says, "Oh yeah, we're we so we're watching Rachel Maddow, and we're we're uh, you know they essentially watch MSNBC, you know, from from six to midnight, and um, you know watch all the shows, and um, he, he's I, and he started talking about well that they're taking money away from the poor, giving it to the rich when they should be taking it from the rich, and you know p- people are you know going to be starving, and I'm like." I, I was, I was shocked. <laughs> I yeah. mean, to hear him talking about how they should be taxing, you know, uh, and, and the way we recently but got. Didn't to you this, ask him? Didn't you ask him? Yeah. Wait, Don, I thought you were libertarian. Yeah, and he said, uh, "Well, I guess I call myself now a uh, a socialist libertarian," which is, I. I um, this is huge. It sounds like something he would <laughs> say, what, and, and, and I got like to this. Compassionate big, conservative. 
And I got yeah. to this because you know he he decided to file for unemployment. I mean, so, decided to fi- file for retirement from Social Security. He said, "I'm no longer unemployed. I'm now retired." And I said, "Oh, so you're going to start getting some of that money back that the government took from you, huh?" And then he sort of from there, you know, he kind of went, you know, volunteered up this other information, and uh, I, it was it was shocking. He said, "Well, you know, I, I, I was I was kind of wondering how this came about." And he says, "Well, this these Republicans, yeah, they're, they're just uh, they're just amazing." I, I, I he he couldn't he just can't deal with with uh, just how heinous they are. And I think it's it's sort of like a shock doctrine for him that, you know, in, in his case, it, it shocked him out of his libertarian utopia of mindset into you know the reality of these. You you have to take a stand. You just have to take a stand, and and then saying I'm I'm going to stand back and and not be, get involved in because it's it's not pure libertarianism mm-hmm. this, that no longer works. And, wow. and if I can jump in, if I can please, jump in on please. this, this amazed me because I have never, ever heard Bob's brother say, I love Ayn Rand. This is a guy who is a libertarian. He's yeah. not an Ayn Rand libertarian. He was a libertarian. And and so to hear him say this, it, it or to hear Bob tell me this story, it blew me away. It really blew me away, and it gave me hope. I don't ever expect Don to become a full-blown liberal, but the fact that Don is actually listening to Rachel Maddow and Mm. saying, yeah, she has a point, gives me, it really does give me hope that there are people out there who may not like Fox News, but they don't know what else to do. Yeah. This is a big thing. It's a big thing, especially if you own. Now, I know if if Clinster's around, he might have met Bob's brother. Uh, maybe at a, at a party. I think that I think that Kathy and Clint were at the party where we had the discussion about why you can't adopt the kitten. And the and and the sodomy discussion. Yes, and oh. the sodomy discussion. I, I would like to chime in on Ayn Rand real quick. No, you, you can't say uh, kittens and sodomy in the same sentence. No, no, that, that's uh, that's no. straight out. But I would, I would like to, I would like to, you know, uh, you know, go back to the Ayn Rand thing real quick. Just, I just have a quick clip here. Oh, the Fountainhead, Mom, isn't that book the Bible of right wing losers? Yeah. But the guy on the book jacket is one sexy slice of beefcake. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So So, that's that's big news from Rouse family. That's great. That just goes to show just if if he is going to become a socialist libertarian, um, just imagine all these other people that, that, that drank the Kool-Aid across the country, and and you see it sort of happening in, in Virginia. You saw it happen in in Alabama. Um, they're they're waking up. That's and, good. And voting. And voting. S- so speaking speaking of Alabama, Adam sure, Hebert, rub it in. <laughs> oh. Adam Hebert. Alabama did the right thing. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. Adam, so what, I got a question for you. 
Sure, Pete, shoot. They got gators in Alabama. Uh, gator, alligators, very rare here, right? I, I'm, I, very rare, but uh, I think we've had a couple stray over the border. Okay, yeah. just checking. Just checking. You should build there's a no, wall. There's no like alligator cop to stop them. You know, there's no. <laughs> there's you no illegal immigrant I, alligators, huh? You should, <laughs> yeah, you should I'm build a wall. Apparently, there are some on Fort Rucker. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And, and the oh, so wow! They're, they're, <laughs> I did not know this. And suddenly, oh. I'm not so keen on going to Lake Palaco. Be careful where you take your lunch break. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, does anybody anyway, ever just uh, slip and instead of saying Fort Rucker and just say fucker? <laughs> um. Well. Funny story. (laughs) (laughs) It it did happen once a long time ago with me. Oh, nice. You did? Well, because I'm at the time I was responsible for doing the closing announcements in the store. Oh, no. And 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 I just wasn't focused on what I was saying. So. Okay. So you slipped. So you just said fucker. You just said. Oh, I, uh, I, 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 I dropped. Yes, I dropped an f bomb on the Fort Rucker Exchange, uh, uh, PA system. But it, it, I was young. I was. I, I, I wasn't. Hey, well, you know, I, I mean, mom, I love that. Mom's word. giving me looks. Mom's Megan, giving me looks like it was twenty years ago. Megan Kelly said, well, you know, I mean, Megan Kelly had a similar screw up, you know, so I can can let it slide. I was reading a live tag on the radio uh, 30 some years ago uh, for the White Horse Cafe. And uh, I I slopped it and said White Horse Cafe. And uh, (laughs) no one noticed. No one. Not a soul. That's so funny. That's good. No one noticed. You know what? I'm sure that's what they all call it. <laughs> I, yeah. I used to do. I used to do the announcements. I worked for a giant eagle grocery store in Kent, Ohio, and I used to do the pre-taped announcements. And I ba- they basically handed me the store ad and said, "Okay, go ahead and write and read some ads." Or, you know, some audio uh, things will play over the loudspeaker in the store. And I used to push it so hard. Like, I, I one time, a flower, Robin Hood flower was on sale or something like that. And I was like, uh, and it was like, oh, Robin Hood flower full of protein with recipes on the sack. <laughs> you know? <laughs> And and one of my coworkers like, dude, they are gonna so fucking tell you you can't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> and they uh, never and, did. Uh, well, I, I I was demanding more time to write even crazier stuff, and, and they were like, <laughs> and they were like, no, you can't have that much time to write. And I was like, oh, you suck. But uh, <laughs> yeah, they got you some real work around here, son. Yeah, yeah. You gotta sock the shells. You bastard. But I have double entendres to write for this ad. <laughs> How dare you You s- s- stop me from making my art. So. <laughs> Hold on for one second. Uh, I, I, someone, 
<laughs> She's shaking her head. Mom says Merry Christmas. I well, Merry Christmas to, to you, Mama Hebert. Merry Christmas, so. Mama Hebert. Oh, well, thank you. Oh, I'll, make sure she knows. I'll make sure she knows. All right, very good. So are you shopping right now? Is that what you're doing? Well, we're doing some last-minute Christmas shopping, and by some, I mean all. Ah. And we stopped for dinner because Mom had a craving for crab legs. Oh. Oh. You know. Oh, man. Mom good taste. So I got some hibachi, and she's finally got her crab legs. So, no. Well, there you go. And I didn't want to wait until we were done. Because I know you probably weren't going to have calls during the last segment. Well, so like, you know, you know who I, else loves you know, call. you know who else loves crab legs, right? I love crab legs, snow king. You know the big king crab legs. I love those. Yeah, Louis Gomert. Who is that? Louis Gomert loves them. God damn it, Louis Gomert. Loves them with asparagus. You know, asparagus probably would be. Uh, a fine side dish uh, for them as long as you don't cast anything upon them. So, you know, you got you got to be careful. Aspersions on my asparagus. There you go. You um, know, uh, so as hard as I've ever laughed as, as grown up, grew out of a conversation with my wife that we were having in uh, the restaurant, the all-you-can-eat restaurant of an Indian casino in Newtown, North Dakota, where people all around us were eating crab legs. Yeah. And and I was telling her about how when I lived in San Francisco, you know, there, there was a place called Fisherman's Wharf, and they had these big, huge, giant crates full of live lobsters. And uh, the deal was you would go and you would pick out your live lobster and the guy would pick it up with a pair of tongs and drop it into a cauldron of boiling water and cook it right in front of you alive and package it up and send you home with it. And she looked down at her plate for a second and she looked up at me and she goes, they cook chickens that way. Nobody would eat chicken. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is... and I had to get up and leave the room. That is I got fun. I circled the entire casino. My hands were tears coming down my eyes. And I came back in and sat down at the table, took one look at her, and I had to go out in the parking lot. Uh, and, 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 and that is just, you know, one moment of uh, fine cuisine with Pete and Deb. Yes, this is that. That's uh, but um, Kenny. Quick question. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, uh, are we ready to promote what we were discussing earlier? Well, or? well. If you'd gotten your Christmas shopping done earlier, you would have heard me say at the top of this hour. Yes, John Fugel. <laughs> John Fugel saying is is ninety nine point five percent confirmed for the second week of January. Uh, what what is that? Uh, let me look at my calendar real quick. Saturday. I think it's the thirteenth. Saturday, yeah, Saturday, uh, January thirteenth. He will come on to talk to us about Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Very exciting about uh, to to have him on. So, I had a nice conversation with him uh, today, and uh, I think we're in good shape. I think he he's looking forward to coming on and talking a little Last Jedi action. So, yeah, 
And of course, tomorrow we're going to do the return to fantasy film ball and maybe a couple other fun segments. We're working on a bunch of other interesting segments on Mike Check Radio uh, with John, Miles, and Michelle uh, to, to bring a more diverse, fun selection to everybody on the program, right? Yes. And so we're, we're, we're holding off on the last Jedi talk until January, then, is what you're saying. Well, last yet I talked with John Fugel saying. Okay, so, okay. I I just figured tomorrow would be a good day to do it because we know John is not. Uh, John Kendall, King of Montana. Not no, big on uh, Star Wars or Star Trek. Yeah, no, in Casa. Yeah, we can talk about it, but uh, uh, we're going to have a, a special con- celebrity conversation about it and um you know with fugel saying but yeah so look forward to that everybody but adam i'm gonna let you go uh enjoy those uh king crab legs oh i got another call coming in too so i'm gonna let you go right, and, and take this Kenny. before we hit the break merry christmas everyone Good night, adam. all right merry, merry christmas, christmas adam. adam so all right see you buddy uh adam's mom all right, I, yeah, I and to Adam's mom, definitely. So, okay, somebody in the 772 area code is calling. We've got a couple minutes before the break. Who, who, who's on the line? Well, it's just me, your <gasps> cookie baker. Oh, hi, Michelle. Hello, honey. How's hey. it going? Yeah. What, uh, what, what uh, do you going, Go ahead. It's going great. I just want to wish you all a very wonderful end of the year, however you celebrate it. Very you, nice. I kind of get you. down. I kind of get down this time of the year, so it's it's oh. not the best time for me. But what can we yeah. do to raise you up? <laughs> not have my parents, but that. Oh, oh. Well, I can't take them out. There. Yeah, I can't take them out. What else no. can we do to raise you up? Um, you guys do it. You guys give me a smile, and you make me happy. You know, all all the wonderful stuff you do. So. Aww. So and I'm glad to be I'm glad to be part of Indie Media Weekly. I really, really am. Those smiles and let those smiles lift you up. Don't let Christmas or the holidays get you down. Seriously, yeah. don't. Aunt Michelle, something I can tell you right now: Kenny Pick Senior had he's not a big fan of sweets, but he did try one of your key lime white chocolate chip cookies the other day. And, uh, uh, on Wednesday, when we had our early Christmas dinner with him, and he's in the chat. I saw him pop up. So hi, Dad. Uh, but yeah, Dad got to try one of your cookies, and he uh, said it was absolutely delicious. Oh, good! Thank you very much for letting me know. I I, re- I like sharing with people, so that's why we did such a big cookie mailing this year. Oh, thank you so much for that. That was that that was magnificent. I wasn't expecting it uh, because seriously, you were so generous with us last year. Uh, you know, um, so yeah, and, and again. I'm I, I I as promised. I have something very special coming to you. You know how horrible I'm at mailing stuff, but, um, but you I, don't I'm, have to know. No, I'm 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 deciding on one of my paintings. You you're getting one of my paintings. <gasps> oh, my oh, cool. Goodness. So yeah. Oh yes, so. and, and the parcel is on its way. <laughs> oh okay. D- did you enjoy them, Pete? Uh, I can't eat them, but I'm going to give oh, them no. to my father-in-law. Okay. Yeah, I figured if, if if people can't actually eat them, then they can share them with folks and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, my father-in-law so will cool. eat every one of them and then forget <laughs> he cool. did. Like popcorn. <laughs> nice. Okay, cool. Thank you. Well, yeah. And Michelle, uh, yeah, I'll be running. Uh, I need to queue it up on the break here, but uh, we're going to be listening to our cooking special for 2017. 
uh, where you can learn all about some of Michelle's uh, history with baking and uh, also uh, her amazing uh, turkey recipe as well. Yes. Yeah, you know, I, I that's something I really enjoy. So yeah, it was it, it's great because uh, Michelle goes through all the different steps uh, of making her turkey, and of course, it's with uh, me and Janet and John uh, Kendall as well. Uh, but yeah, we, we you know we go into a lot of detail. It's not like you know exact measurements and you know perfect recipes on the show, but you get some really good ideas. And I picked up a lot of stuff from you guys this year, and um, and I'm a better cook for it. If if anybody ever wants any recipe recipes from me, I'm I'm more than happy to share. So yeah. turkey recipes, you know, turkey recipes, that sort of thing. A lot of mine is by taste, so there's no really exact me- yeah. measurements, except for with the the cookies, because baking you yeah. have to be exact. Yeah, we can always give you ballparks and stuff like that. So listen yeah. to the cooking show right after Turn Up Tonight tonight. I'll stick around in the chat, and if anybody wants to know. Um, anything more about the different recipes i will get information from everybody who was on the show and and you know pass it on or put you in touch with whoever if, if you aren't already and uh we'll go from there but uh and and you know, not, not to and, not and, to put too fine oh, a point oh, on it but just, michelle just, is absolutely right about you know getting the measurements right with cookies oh yeah, yeah, yeah half, thinking you have to yes half we, a teaspoon off and you got a cookie yeah. <laughs> you know what? Here's the thing. Arsh, there yeah. is one cook, and Michelle, you probably know who I'm talking about. One cook who gave us all of the right measurements, and her name was oh, yes. Fanny Fanny Farmer. Oh yes, and Alton Brown does it too, but he does it in as by weight. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll have to work well, on that. Well, yeah, if you look at any of the Alton Brown cookbooks, they're but all Fanny by Farmer weight. was well, actually the first person who said. Here's a teaspoon. Here's a quarter teaspoon. Here's a tablespoon. Really? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah she's she the first is... one that said it was a science. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And 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 to to Michelle and all of us on on the show's credit, we we did talk about baking absolutely as a science. Um, yeah. So, uh, uh, but anyway, uh, uh, before we let you go, Ken Senior says the cookie was great. In the chat. Oh, he just great. wrote that in the chat. So. And, um, and, and, and I, I just want to thank, I give some extra special thanks to, to Pete. Thank you very much for putting up with my odd request. I really appreciate oh. it. <laughs> no, it was a pleasure. Okay. All <laughs> you right. guys have a wonderful end of the year, okay? I love y'all, and uh, I'm going to go now before I start crying. All I right, love we you. love you, Bye-bye. too. I'll talk to you tomorrow, Michelle. Okay, bye. So, Goodbye. Right, bye-bye. I love so, Michelle. She's, I, I, she's great. Know, I just, if she's still listening, I want Michelle not to get down during this time of year. I know it's easy to, but, you know, there's a lot of us that are willing to just take sad people on our shoulders. Yeah. Because I know there was a time in my life when I was just sad, and people lifted me up on their shoulders. So let's just put everybody on everybody's shoulders. Agreed. So, all right. Well, on that note, we do have to run to the break. When we come back, uh, we'll talk a little bit more. I'm, I might have a little bit more news to talk about, but we've had so much Ted fun Cruz. just talking. We've been, well, yeah. I might, I might even skip the Ted Cruz shit because it's shit. <laughs> this shit is shit. <laughs> um, but uh, on this break, I'm going to play something that uh, everybody here on the show and everybody who listens to the show hates. 
but it's funny to me. I love this, and it's a tr- tradition on this show. It's the the butchered audio. It's it's George W. Bush reading "Twas the Night Before Christmas," and somebody went in and did a super cut on it, kind of like what I did with Roy Moore's speech, you know, the other day. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it's wildly hilarious. It's wildly hilarious. So everybody, this is a, a Christmas tradition on Turn Up the Night. You're going to have to suffer through it. Enjoy. Find the humor in it. And we'll be right back with lots more. Well, one more segment of Turn Up the Night on this Christmas Eve, Eve, Eve on Indie Media Weekly with me, Rain, Bobber, and Pete right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com How are you? Good. Good morning. Nice to see you all. The name of the book I'm going to read is The Night Before Christmas. Was the night before Christmas. Uh, was stirring. <laughs> when all through the house not a creature was stirring. Not even a uh, two dogs and a cat. That's good. And Mama in her kerchief and I and my cap had... Um, <laughs> when out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. And then in a twinkling I heard on the roof the prancing and... Away to the window I flew like a flash to tore open the shutters and threw up on the breast of the new fallen snow. <laughs> That's what happens when you're the president. <laughs> so here he is looking out the window, right? Great big trees with snow all over them. Is it real snow on the trees, do you think? No. <laughs> so up to the housetop, St. Nicholas came with ashes and soot, and St. Nicholas, too, he went up to the top of the roof. A right jolly old elf came with a mouse. That's hard to do, isn't it? That's very good. And Mama entered stockings, a side of his nose, and he whistled and shouted and threw up on Donder and Blitzen. That's good. His droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow. He was chubby and plump, a reindeer, reindeer. or mouse. The coursers, they flew, then turned with a jerk, and the beard on his chin went straight to his work. What color was his nose? Uh, <laughs> with a little old driver so lively and quick, I knew in a moment it must be a mouse. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head with a sleigh full of toys, I had nothing to dread. <laughs> yes, sir, have you got a question or something you want to say? 
Does everybody read at home a little bit every day? Yes, ma'am. I can't wait to practice reading. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head and giving a nod up the chimney he rose. But I heard him exclaim ere he drove out of sight. Um, happy stockings to all. <laughs> and to all, ashes and soot. <laughs> the end. <laughs> now... Merry, 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 merry Christmas! Give you a giant tax cut for Christmas. Bing, 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 bong, bing, 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 bong, bing, 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 bong, bing, bing, boom! Right under the toilet. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are from the bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. Yeehaw! Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Come now and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow. Grandma's back here holding the reins on this Christmas buggy. We here at Southern Progressive Revival would like to wish everyone a happy holiday. Joey. Joey, come here. Well, she says she likes me. Oh, all the girls say that. Well, okay, let's go. But happy holidays to you, Sister Joe. 
Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the roar by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Madison. Thank you, Washington, D.C. And thank you again, Washington, D.C. And uh, also, just a quick reminder, stay tuned after, uh, right after this program. We'll have the 2017 Indie Media Weekly Cooktacular uh, loaded up for you, featuring myself, Janet Lee from Southern Progressive Revival, John Kendall, also of Southern Prog- Progressive Revival and Mike Check Radio, and Michelle Lagon, who just called in from Mike Check Radio. Uh, and also, uh, we're going to be debuting some new features on Mike Check Radio tomorrow. Uh, the Tim Coram. Well, actually, there's a special Christmas episode of Southern Progressive Revival uh, this uh, Sunday, a pre-taped one. I was part of that a little bit, um, and so was uh, Janet uh, Westcarskadden and Adam. And I'm not sure if anybody else was on there, uh, but uh, there were, you know, it, it, a lot of great programming coming up. And uh, also, uh, what I'm really excited about is the new Tim Coramel show coming out this Sunday. Where uh, people like myself and Joe, and I know uh, 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 Tim got some other folks to record special Christmas stories. And I had a, I had a, a re- I, I kind of steered clear of the goofiness. It's still a little goofy here and there, but I have kind of a poignant uh, happy holidays story that I want everybody to hear. And I'm sure all the other stuff. And everybody got a little teaser of Joe's christmas story about the squirrel (laughs) that ratted out his mom uh (laughs) uh and uh yeah lots of other great stuff on there so check that out and of course coming up uh second week of january uh our conversation on uh uh mic check radio with adam hebert john fugelsang with the last jedi and there'll probably be a lot of spoilers i'm assuming we won't do spoilers tomorrow on uh, mic check radio on the last Jedi, we'll just kind of give our, um, you know, overall thoughts. Um, but yeah, so lots, lots of great stuff, lots of good stuff coming up, and of course, the final segment here with uh, P.S. Mueller, Rain, and Bob. Mm. We got some, we got some Mad Libs coming up. I don't think I'm going to do any more news. I don't know. I don't what? think I'm just tapping my 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 Mad Libs pad on my on my desk making noise now that sounds like you're knocking on trump's head <laughs> take yeah, that there's a certain hollowness there dummy there. well he is sort of a human hat box yeah. uh well yeah i well, like hat boxes su- subhuman hat box maybe well so i i have to mute for a second no problem uh, I love that Pete's got that awesome landline. I, I always picture like a Sports <laughs> Illustrated shoe phone or, or you know. <laughs> Didn't they have a, a shoe phone, Sports Illustrated? Yes, they did. Yeah. So. <laughs> yes, they did. Anyway. Order now. Order they now said, and you'll get our shoe phone. Yeah. Did they also used to have the football phone? They, <gasps> I don't know if they had yes. the football phone. or. Uh, yeah, I they think did. so. I know they sold those in the Sears catalog too, so we're all kind of wondering if you have an old catalog. 
I know that Sports Illustrated had the football phone, too. No, I I believe it. I believe it. We're wondering if you had a Sports Illustrated shoe phone. You know what's really sad? They never had a badminton phone. That is sad, because that's the best sport of them all. (laughs) It's not... It, they should. It's not a bad mitten. It's a good mitten. They should call it that. <laughs> with the little, with the little red top. With the little <laughs> shuttlecock. Imagining a bad mitten phone. Why Let me see the red tip of your phone? shuttlecock. <laughs> every every shuttlecock has a red tip. <laughs> see, I love that you said shuttlecock and a red tip. Thank you. Well, <laughs> Twenty seventeen is perfect. Yeah. Oh no no no! Here, let me let me let me. What do you think about a shuttlecock phone? Um, well, I'm all for it as long yeah. as the net was low enough. Uh, yeah. See, there you go. All right, I want to play. Uh, uh, I want to play one last news clip, and this is very good news clip. Uh, this is this fall definitely falls into our favorite category here on Turn Up the Night, which is it, sadly been underplayed uh, as of late until Roy Moore thankfully uh, helped us uh, revive this segment. Uh, That's uh, Schadenfreude. People taking pleasure in your pain. Here is a clip from uh, CNBC. Okay, you guys remember uh, how uh, the Trump administration decided to to make the window for enrolling for the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, (laughs) narrower, and they they did everything they could. They didn't talk about it. They didn't uh, promote it at all. Um, And shut it down on Saturdays for. Oh yeah. To clean. To yeah. What was it to? Oh, to to wipe out you know uh, enrollees or something. So. No, I think they shut it down on Saturdays for you know what what is it when you do things maintenance to just maintenance or whatever website. maintenance yeah maintenance. So well now here's a little clip from uh, CNBC's uh, Bertha Coombs. Um, and, um, last year, uh, I think the enrollment was uh, just a little over 9 million. Well, listen to what happened this year, uh, with the Affordable Care Act. They look a lot better than a lot of people thought. The CMS administrator tweeting out that 8.8 million people had signed up for coverage by the end of the enrollment period on December 15th. That's a lot higher than people anticipated, given the fact that this year the enrollment period was half as long as it has been in recent years. Also, the administration had really curtailed outreach and funding for advertising. Yep. Uh, nonetheless, it is down from last year, 9 Point two million at the end of the enrollment period, but much stronger than a lot of folks uh, anticipated. And enrollment is still going on in some of the state-based marketplaces like New York and California. Those folks have into the new year to sign up. Oh, well. Thanks, Obama. Thanks, Obama. And amen. amen. Amen to that. Amen. So, yeah, so all this Trump cult fuckery didn't pay off. People still sought out Obamacare. People enrolled for it, just shy of what you know. I mean, seriously, you look at that. You know what? What did they say? Eight point eight million people versus mm-hmm. like nine point one from last year or something like that. Uh, we ooh. can thank a lot of that to um, people who did social media to say sign up, sign up, sign yeah. up, mm-hmm. sign up. Oh, we can also because thank Obama for that because he did that. Yes. Too. Yes. 
Well, you know, so, you can't forget the uh, two million kids that have like lost their health insurance. God damn it, Pete! Mm. Yes. Oh, and by the way, every life is sacred, except for the kids on chip. Right. Yeah. So, um, what is wrong with these people? I don't know. Can't you charge these people with negligent homicide because many will die? I, I'm I, with I, you. I wish. I wish we could. I wish we could. Mm. Or maybe just well, watch maybe them we puke can, up we can bloody get together teeth. And we can do I'm not well. feeling all that charitable this year. No, <laughs> I can. I, I I caught on to that uh, in your introduction to, uh, as I hearken back to somebody puking up bloody teeth. Um, <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> but anyway, with the fact that the, the the Congress will not reauthorize Chip, I I couldn't even That's begin disgusting. to tell you. It's because they're heartless fucks. Yeah. Well, or there's yeah, there's that. Yeah. So, all right. Well, there's our big happy news. Bobber, you want to say something about that before we uh, move on to Mad Libs? I think uh, I think Pete got it right, right, right on the money. The heartless fucks. Very good. Yeah. All right, everybody. Time for Mad Libs. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, here we go. Our chat room took care of uh, the largesse of uh, uh, slots that needed to be filled. Now I call upon you. And then there were three. Bobber... I need the name of a place, any kind of place. So it could be a place on the human body. Um, I, I, no. it, well, it, it, a place. <laughs> I mean, I love the stuttering. Well, <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm, that would, I'm, that would, no, I, I, I get the feeling that would ruin the madness if I did. I'm thinking so. more like you know the bathroom or the Washington uh, Monument. Okay, but porta potty. There we go. Well, that's Port- a place. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a common place as well. So yeah. uh, now, Bobber's. Uh, oh, maybe I should. I'll just save that one for Bobber. Um, so, uh, <laughs> oh God, Pete. Article of clothing, yes. plural. Article of clothing, plural. Mittens. All right. And rain. Uh, I need a a relative, uh, like. A title of someone you're related to. A family, huh? Yeah, a family member, yeah. Relative. Not not a proper, but you know, just yes. a descriptive. Like Uncle. Like oh. Or like sister cousin. Uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Uncle. Uncle. No, uncle bad touch. That just- <laughs> with the uncle that I don't like. To uncle deal is with good. At Christmas time. Uncle is good. So, all right, Bobber, I saved this one for you. Part of the body. Part of the body. Part of the body. Um, which part? Hmm. Is it going to be a plural part of the body later on? Uh, there might be. I don't know. I. I... Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I'll go with the taint. Taint. Classic. Classic. I just want to put this out there. I love my husband. Oh, I, I do too. I mean, because well you should. I always, always, if part of the body, somebody says part of the body to me, I'm always like, taint. So that's great. Uh, P.S. Mueller. 
P.S. Mueller, a piece of furniture. Taint has already been used. Uh, <laughs> piece of furniture. Um, Ottoman. Oh, yeah. oh my God! I was gonna. Th- I was thinking Ottoman too. I love that. The Ottoman is kind of the taint of furniture, isn't it? It yes. really is. Taint a table, taint a couch. Yes, except you know, it's just, it's just large enough to accommodate a foot. <laughs> oh. After the show, right. I have a question to ask mm. both of you guys. Okay. All right. Well, Bob and I've had a conversation about Ottoman hassocks. Hassocks. What about Davenport's? Yes. Uh, and Devant. <laughs> the the <laughs> <laughs> Buffets. Uh, all right. Uh, rain, a verb ending in ing. Licking. Mm. I was taking a drink during that and I almost spat it out. Uh, <laughs> all right. Bobber, a plural noun, sir. This could be your double body part if you want. Balls. Balls. <laughs> Shall I spell it B-A-W-L-L-Z? Absolutely. All right, there we go. Uh, P.S. Like Mueller. P.S. Mueller, uh, the uh, uh, mm. a conservative. A conservative? Yeah. The name of a conservative. Well, see, you know, what passes for conservative, uh, what passed for conservative, say, 30 years ago, is, is radical today. Right, the name of a Trump cultist. True. It's uh, true. No, no, because, uh, you know, those people are radicals. They're not conservatives. Well, that's um, the thing. So it, I would have, to, the, I would have actual... to reach back, and I would have to say Nelson Rockefeller. Okay. Oh, Nelson. really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's right. Actually, Pete's right. Well, usually There's when I say why they called them Rockefeller Republicans. Well, usually yeah, when I when I say that once upon a time, that usually when I say the name of a, uh, a Republican or conservative or something like that, I'm just replacing what Madlib says person in room. So, you know, <laughs> oh, it doesn't God. matter. So, um, all right, Rain, lucky, lucky, part of the body, plural. Oh, um. Oh, okay. Oh, dear. Oh, took balls. He did take balls. It takes a lot of balls to take balls. Yeah, it takes so many balls to take balls. (laughs) (laughs) It takes all the balls to take balls. All right. Part of the body. Okay. Dose. Multiple. All right, you ready? I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Breasticles. Breasticles. Oh, my goodness. That's a first for our Mad Libs right here. Nobody's ever used breasticles. That's good. So, uh, Bobber, the name of a Trump cultist. The name of a Trump cultist. Or conservative, Republican, whatever. Just any, you know. (laughs) I'll go with Alex Jones. (laughs) Speaking of bulls, lizard people (laughs) ain't my bulls. Yeah. Uh, all right, Pete, a number, sir. A number, you say? Yes, yes. 42. Some integers. Uh, Excellent number. Very good. And, uh, Rain, uh, part of the body, plural, once again. 
Again? Yeah, sorry. All right, you don't like that one? Breasticles. All right. C can we use testicles? Sure, if you want. Testicles. 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 So balls, brother of Hercules. Testicles, brother of Hercules. Uh, I always love saying. That. <laughs> uh, all right, Bobber, a type of container. We're almost done. <laughs> we good. Container. Um, like a like a like a coffin. <laughs> a coffin is good. I was gonna say colostomy bag. Uh, in my mind, I was like colostomy <laughs> bag. Colostomy bag. That's a good one too. Coffin. Coffin is good here. Um, and Pete, you get the last one. Uh, part of the body. Part of the body, eh? Yeah. Um, earlobe. Earlobe. All right, we are done filling out the Mad Libs right now. Throwing my pen down. All right, first one is called... Can throwing down. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is from Best of Mad Libs. This is my big tome of Mad Libs. It's like 150 pages. It's crazy. 50 years of Mad Libs. Can you believe this shit's been around for 50 years? Uh yes. So, all right. First one is called Campfire Stories, everybody. It's always fun to chop up some socialists and use them to build a greasy campfire. (laughs) (laughs) Then, Then you get all of the taxes to sit around the fire and tell scary stories. Are you kidding me? You can tell about Ichabod Crane, the vegan school teacher of Sleepy Hollow, <laughs> and oh and his pathetic adventures with the headless cat toy. <laughs> oh, this is going to be one of the best ones ever. Um, or you can tell the fall of the House of Coulter. <laughs> Oh my oh god. My god. Which was written by Edgar Allan Cruz. <laughs> no. No, oh. for real. Yeah, this is for real. <laughs> oh my god. Or you can tell them about vampires from the porta potty, like the terrible <laughs> Count Gomert who <laughs> who who bit pe- <laughs> who bit people on the taint. <laughs> <laughs> and drank their sewage. Okay, okay, this is a classic. Oh, 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 I'm dying. I'm dying. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> but, <laughs> The time is eight fifty-nine. Yeah, yeah, it's late. It's late. <laughs> By this by this time, many of the young campers will start shaking their mittens and uh, shaking in their mittens and will begin yelling for their uncle and go hide under an ottoman. Uh, believe me, when it comes to licking a bunch of kids, oh God, there's no, there's nothing like a really frosty ghost story. There we go. Kids, just call Roy Moore. See, there you oh go. God. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, all right. A, he's got a tongue like a cat. You know, oh, rats. oh, oh, gross, gross. So, uh, but God damn it, Count Gomert. 
how dare Count Gomer uh, bite people on the taint and drink their sewage? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, a tour of Hollywood is our next one. Good morning, <laughs> ladies. And that, that reminds me of a movie I saw, but I won't go into that right now. Okay. Uh, good morning. Uh, a tour of Hollywood. Good morning, ladies and bulls. Boys and cess boys and cesspools. My name is Nelson Rockefeller. I am your personal cat food guide. For the next six hours, we will delight in exploring romantic, gullible Hollywood, the glamour coffee pot of the world. Let's start off with a bang. Let oh, let's start off with a bang and visit Grauman's Rancid Theater. Ho Hollywood's most uh, uh, palindromic tourist attraction. You'll see etched in cement the foot, the foot fox news, and penis prints of the <laughs> of the most famous Oort cloud ever to adorn the strange. <laughs> Wait, the strange screen. Oort cloud in this. I, I did. I did. I wrote that when when people were slow to respond. I wrote. I wrote them in myself. Um, so, uh, to, well, that's cheating. No, it's not because I don't read it yeah, before I write cheap. them in. No, I just I write down other people. Other, I write down other people's <laughs> words. All right, then it's only a hop, skip, and a uh, chain CPI to Beverly Hills to play uh, to the playground of the rich and juvenile. You will feast your breasticles on the million-dollar farts of movie stars. That can happen. Yeah. You'll actually get to visit the home of today's hottest joke, Alex Jones. <laughs> 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 Who will sign autographs for the low, low sum of $42 each. And here's the big one. For lunch, we'll be going to a studio commissary where you can rub testicles with today's leading actors and actresses. All aboard! Oh my God. All right, last one, real quick. We got to wrap things up. This is uh, uh, father father goose rhymes, not mother goose rhymes, but father goose rhymes. Um, old Mother Hubbard went to the diarrhea to get her wispy alligator a bone. When she, when she got there, the diarrhea was flaccid, and so her, and so her. Hold on. Can somebody tell me when diarrhea is every ever ever firm? But I, I couldn't tell you. Okay. When it's frozen. Sorry to throw in. When no, that's right. Plays but... golf in the Arctic. See, there you go. And so her her verklempt dog had none. Uh, and uh, here's another one. Uh, Jack and Jill went up the robot to fetch a coffin of water. Jack fell down and broke his, broke his pretzel, and Jill came tumbling after. Uh, next one is, there was a little girl. She had a little curl right in the middle of her earlobe. And when she was dry, she was very, very moronic. And when she was bad, she was bullshit. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. Uh, and uh, there was a dim-witted uh, woman who, who fucked in a shoe. God damn it.
Oh, really? <laughs> there really? was a dim-witted woman who fucked in a shoe. She had so many prostitutes, she didn't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> Mad Libs, everybody! Mad Libs! Thank what you. the hell was that? What Mary? the hell? Happy holidays. Those are Mud Libs. Yeah, what seriously. So, uh, still, Count Gomert uh, biting people on the taint and drinking their sewage. That's amazing. <laughs> that all happened here, and we were all here to witness it. We should feel privileged. I do feel privileged. Thank you. <laughs> I, I feel like an accomplice. I, I feel like I accomplished something. So, <laughs> which is not not much at all. But anyway, I we know. all I got to say is when the FBI comes to Colin, I'll be like, "Yeah, I was a part of it." Yes. Look, don't look at me. Look at Count Gomert. There he is, biting a taint. So, <laughs> in a porta potty, in a pear I'm still tree. Trying to figure out, I don't know how to defend the shoe. Oh, oh I don't know what that. Happening in that shoe. Uh, so much that that's where the group sex all went to die, that we talked yeah, about earlier. I, I it was a very well made shoe. Mm, maybe so. I hope it was good. I hope it wasn't like you know the shoe that you get at Payless. Yeah. Oh God. That th those shouldn't even be allowed to be called shoes. So uh, <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and wrap things up right now. Uh, thanks everybody. We, we went a little bit long. We got to get going because the the uh, uh, the big 2017 uh, holiday cooktacular with me and uh, uh, Michelle, Janet, and John will be playing right after this. So uh, parting shots. P.S. Mueller. What do you got, sir? Um, I've got I've got virtually nothing. Um, you know, it's uh, it's going to be very cold on Christmas Day here, and yeah. it's unlikely that we will have any snow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, uh, it's kind of looking that way here. There are people out on the river at the end of our block already fishing through the ice. Oh, cool! And we walked we walked down uh, down to the open water on the river this afternoon and saw about five hundred Canadian geese partying down. Nice. And uh, and tomorrow I will sit here and stare blankly for much of the day. Oh, I might have to. Uh, maybe I'll send you an email and say, "Hey, Pete, I got a funny idea." Yeah, sure. All right, yeah. there we go. So, okay, <laughs> I got to come up with a funny idea. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, but all right, very good. Um, and of course, check out psmuller.com for all things Pete and follow him on Facebook for all his latest cartoons and archived cartoons too, because you, you have, you got a lot, you got a library. I do. And I haven't even added to it in two years. Wow. Wow. Amazing. So, uh, but, uh, all right, Bobber, thank you again, once again, for sitting in for Joe Santorsa tonight. Uh, we got to have you back, uh, more often. I know you're, you're busy and you're doing, you know, Der Braumeister things i didn't even call you der braumeister tonight i'm so sorry um i, I can live with that it's okay yeah we'll, okay. we'll, we'll let it slide all right all right very <laughs> good do you got any uh uh 2018 brew projects you're working on um i haven't really thought that far ahead um i do have a beer i need to, to send to you and we'll do that soon oh oh um, oh oh my god 
this is going to happen. Yes. It's happening. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't wait. That's great. We, but yeah, we're going to do every seriously. I, I I know I said we were going to come to your party last year or well this year, um, but next year it's going to happen. We're coming. I swear. I swear on my life. All right. On, on the baby Jesus. And I hope Francis and, shows you up. Know, we, we might have to come up and visit. You, and you, I mean, you've got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and now Dayton is going to have that, that uh, funk, funk hall. The Funk Museum. Oh, I did not know about that. That's interesting. Oh cool. So, uh, But anyway, uh, Bobber, anything else on the way out of the program? Uh, just uh, everybody have a Merry Christmas or whatever holiday you celebrate. And a happy new year, and be careful. There's especially on New Year's Eve, you know, there's a lot of amateurs out there now, yeah. like as professional drinkers, definitely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, be careful, be careful out there. Yeah, all right, no. Rain, <laughs> Rain, you get the you get the final word tonight. Um, I, all of what Bob said, and um. Oh my God, I'm overwhelmed. I love everybody in the chat room, even when we disagree. Because I know, I know over the past year, I've yeah. said things that, you know, y'all didn't just, you know, didn't agree with, but I love you all. Um, Kenny, we do have to get together. I think we do have to come out to Dayton, to that funk museum. And, um, that would be happy, the second time I've ever holidays. been to. That would be the second time I've ever been to Dayton. Oh well, maybe we should work this out. Yeah, we'll it's a see. funk museum. I think I have an uh, uh, an older cousin in Dayton, like one of my mom's right. cousins. We'll we'll see. But anyway, yeah, right, we'll, the, work we'll, it we'll out. figure it out. We'll, I've got we'll, another we'll, reason. I've got yeah. many reasons to come to Ohio, and this sure. is just yet another one. But here's the thing: the one thing that I want to say to everybody is that things are hard right now. Things are really tough. And um, it's okay to be sad. It's okay to be upset. But just know that if you have a day that you can't resist, somebody else is going to come back and get your back. Because we're going to win. Trump is going to lose. I mean this in my heart of hearts. Yeah. Trump Trump is not going to he he's going down. Even if he fires Mueller. Yeah. This shit will not stand. And I want to tell all of our friends in the Turn Up the Night family just know. If you don't think somebody has your back, know that somebody has your back. And if you need to take a rest and walk away for a little bit, we will step up. And we'll take your place until if, you get some breath and come back. And if you need Don't help, ask stop for it. Fighting. Yes. If you need help, Don't, ask for it. Yes. Yes. Don't stop fighting. Yeah. We have to keep each other. We have to keep each other together. We got this. We're going to do this. By all means, don't be polite to the fascists. Oh, no. No. Yeah. Punch Thank Nazis you, in the face. So, you Nazi bastards. Uh, you Nazi bastard. Yeah. So. Definitely. Punch a Nazi. Pete, I love yeah. you. I wish Joe was here with us tonight because yeah, I too. love Joe. Yeah. I, well, y'all know I love Bob. Ken, I love you. 
and I love our entire Turn Up the Night family. I really do love you guys. I'd like that Franchi. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, she's, oh yeah. Add oh. Franchi something. You know what, Pete? She got a, she got a, I got a chance to hug that Francie. She's oh, huggable. Nice. <laughs> she is yeah. huggable. I, I love all of you uh, on the show and in the chat. And uh, thanks, everybody, for calling in tonight. And uh, but we do have to wrap things up right now. And please stay tuned. Right after this show is going to be the 2017 Cooking Bonanza. Also, tomorrow on Mike Check Radio, we're going to be doing a lot of fun new stuff. Um, and Southern Progressive Revival has a wonderful pre-taped Christmas Eve program for you. And, of course, the Tim Coromel Show has a wonderful pre-taped original content uh, uh, program for you as well that you're not going to want to miss on Monday morning or download from Tim's uh, uh, feed directly. And uh, also featured will be a story from Joe and a story from myself and a bunch of other people from uh, Tim's past and some best of the clown car uh, as well. So anyway, uh, uh, Pete, Rain, Bobber, thank you so much for being on the program tonight. Um, Happy holidays. And let's go ahead and just... Make this quick. Good night. Good night. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Thank you. Good night, Lawrence. (laughs) That's it. Mele Kaliki Maka, everybody.